Wherever you are, around the world, welcome to Stones Live, a Maidstone United supporters station. On Stones Live with Simon Miller and Company, the Stones' preferred estate agent. Stones keep pushing their opponents aside and they can't break through. There's no talking to you. We're so glad that they're winning. It's taken time to believe it. But after all is said and done, could Maidstone be the champions? Oh, as you may have heard pre-show, their belief was number one 25 years ago this month. Of course, the legendary share with that hit. And the Stones are making their fans do just that, including my co-com and producer, Nigel Seeger this afternoon. Nigel, are you believing? I think I am, yes. Uh, after last week's performance, uh, it's quite a competent uh, a game for Maystone, wasn't it? Um, we got the result. Some say it could have been more. Torquay are, in the words of Cher, believing that they could have done more. But um, both teams get to go again of their ultimate goal of reaching the uh, first round proper of the FA Cup. Indeed, and that's some shared history that shared. Done it again. I hadn't written that one down, honest. Um, <laughs> some shared history that uh, both sides have um, in terms of the FA Cup. It's six first rounds in a row up until November 2019 for the Stones, and then it's been the third, third, and fourth qualifying rounds since then. First round proper for the first time in four years is the prize today for the Stones. When it comes to Torquay's recent FA Cup past, their previous two seasons, all three matches in 21 and 22, all three of them went to replays, including a first-round money-spinning replay at Derby's Pride Park. This season, though, for them, has been much more straightforward with two big clean-sheet wins against lower-league opposition, but potentially a much sterner test against the Stones this afternoon here at Plainmoor. And again, you mentioned the game there. It was it was tight to an extent last week, Nigel. Where where do you see it being won and lost this afternoon for either side? I think it's going to be a game again of few chances. Maystone, uh, as we as we come to in a minute, both sides have made one change, both enforced changes for Marshall with his suspension, and Greenwich for Maystone being away on international duty. So. You know, it's going to be pretty much the same personnel, so both sides are going to know, both managers are going to know each other's weaknesses, and 
they're going to know each other's strengths. It's just about which side comes out on top. Um, in that, you know, that, yeah, that despite what the, the Torquay fans are saying, they are finely matched sides. You know, you, there's not a lot between the goalkeepers. You know, they both play the same system. Uh, they've both got players. Uh, both teams have got players that can hurt the opposition. Um, and in Jarvis, we know they've Torquay have got a proven National League goal scorer. Uh, well, sort of for Mace, although Amanchi's in fine form, having just won the September Player of the Month for the Vanarama National League, uh, South, sorry. Um, he is still an up-and-coming talent, and he hasn't actually proven himself at the up next level. So, you know, it's it's there. You know, it's, it's a finely poised game, I think. I don't, you know... And to mention about Levi, of course, and the exploits that Maidstone have had in front of goal from 12 yards at least. Um, you know, Manchi scored five and four. Sol has scored four and four. The FA Cup has produced a lot of those goals for those two players. Um, and, of course, the three braces in September against all the W sides uh, led to not only the National League South Player of the Month, but the club's Player of the Month as well. But, yeah, I mentioned the recent penalty record has not been great. Four of the last five have now been missed, and, of course, uh, Wenham's double miss versus Sheppey in the Youth Cup too, but he showed that you can dust yourself down and go again and succeed, and he's hoping that Levi and Sol can do likewise. And I mentioned Wenham as well, Nigel. Quite a youthful-looking bench, so potentially, um, and certainly once we get to that, Chappie, I'll quickly interject, as we said, um, but if you can go through the teams for us. Yep, so we'll start with, with the Maystone team. Um, as I previously mentioned, Levi, uh, sorry, Reese Greenwich is away on international duty with Guyana. So uh, we've got uh, in goal for Maystone, number one, Lucas Kovalan. Number five, George Fowler. Number six, Rafe Brown. Number eight and captain, Sam Korn. Number nine, Sol Wanjo Smith. Number 11, Devontae Aaron Sibia. Number 14, Harry Kiprianu. Number 15, Sam Bone. Uh, number 16 coming in from last week is Liam Sol. Number 17, Levi Amanchi. And number 18, Michael Petrasso. And on the bench for Maystone, we have number 2, Gavin Hoyt. Number 3, Elliot Wenham. Number 7, Razak Coleman de Graft. Number 10, Tyler Hansen. Number 12, Harley. Bring on the wall! Oh, number 19, Perry Andalo. And number 20, Riley Court. Um, and for Torquay, we have in goal, number one, Mark Halstead. Number four, Tom Lapsley. Number nine, Aaron Jarvis. Number 10, Lewis Collins. Number 11, Brad Ash. Number 14, Brett McGavin. And number 15, coming in from last week for the suspended Ross Marshall, we have Finley Crask. Number 16, Sean Donnellan. Number 21, and captain, Dean Moxley. Number 23, Ollie Tomlinson. And number 27, Jack Stobbs. And Torquay, despite being able to name seven substitutes, they only named five. And they are number three, Dan Martin. Number seven, Ryan Hansen. Number eight, Asa Hall. Number 22, Reese Lovett. And number 24, Callum Thomas. See the officials oh. there. Stephen Parkinson is refereeing. The assistants, Bailey Walker and Adam Wilson. And of course, because it is an FA... Uh, top level competition of course we get a fourth official a luxury uh, a luxury of Billy, Billy Wooten as being the fourth official uh, for the match this afternoon um, 
and it's interesting to know obviously I've spoken to a few of the locals as we both have as we've got here um, myself and Darren Stiles will be on air on Tuesday evening from the Gallagher it just depends whether the opposition as Nigel tucks into a suite so I'll talk for a bit longer as uh, Darren and myself will be on air on Tuesday it just depends whether it's going to be a cup replay and this game is drawn if that is the case then we will go back to the Gallagher and play for the third time in 10 days against one another if not and there is a result either way then Maidstone United will be hosting Gillingham in the Kent Senior Cup it also has ramifications for the Truro game at home on the 4th of November the draw for the FA Cup is should be done in 24 hours time I think it's 2.30 uh, the, uh, the famous uh, dentist appointment time 2.30 on ITV1 um, before the uh, England Rugby World Cup quarter-final tomorrow afternoon. So myself and Darren will be here uh, for that game, or be there, rather, for that game. Uh, a partial apology to Sam Bone as well after last week's clean strike jibe from myself. Uh, the Bromley home goal he scored back in March of um, Jesus H. Christ fame for Fred Atkins. Uh, that goal was a clean hit, but... Uh, hardly a thing of beauty but as we said last week and I'll say again they all count they certainly do um, there's another stat that I came across Nigel as well is that Maidstone have had five wins on the spin um, in all competitions clean sheets in the majority of those um, it was eight wins in a row that we got before Welling um, beat us in our title winning season um, yeah, four clean sheets in 13 already this season we only had seven in 52 so we only need three in the next 39 to match last season I know it's a very low bar from last season but thinking we can get to the end of October and potentially outperform our points our FA Cup and our clean sheet record certainly a much more positive season for Maidstone so far isn't it? Yeah definitely um, we've said it before haven't we you know you can see George's plans coming to fruition there. You know, the way he wants to play, that high tempo, that high press. Um, obviously, we've, uh, we've got a more settled defence now. I know um, Reese is away today. He has been out on injury um, before last week. But I think having Kovalan come into gold made a lot more difference and given the defence a lot more confidence. So you can play that kind of style. You can play higher up the pitch knowing that you've got that insurance of a a back three, a back two, back four, whatever system you want to play, you know, and uh, we're profiting from that at the moment, you know, and, and, and George has given plenty of encouragement. I mean, we, we said it now, just didn't we, watching both teams warm up, you know, George and Craig, they're all, obviously all the, all the different parts of the team are all warming up together and they go off in their own sections. Craig and George are a big part of that. They're in there uh, encouraging the players, giving them a, an arm around the shoulder or a kick up the backside and helping them with their warm-up, you know, just that cajoling of the players. Whereas you looked at Torquay, you know, coming out, they all came out sort of sporadically. There was no sort of interaction there. There was all sort of training on their own. And, you know, but one thing I would say about that, I said it to you on air, didn't I? You always beware of the corner tiger, you know. Just talking to their fans as we were walking around the stand, and a lot of them are very unhappy with, uh, with Gary Johnson and his press conference and the reference to uh, the right kind of fans being in the building, you know, as opposed to the wrong kind of fans. I suppose in that he means, you know, you've got to be behind the team come what may and there's no sort of like, you can't be booing and getting on the, on the players' backs. But, you know, it's hardly a way to sort of encourage them to sort of perform, is it? So, you know... That, Indeed, that we certainly heard a lot, uh, a few of the locals saying that this afternoon uh, around us as well and hearing 
um, they're not too pleased. So uh, potentially pressure on Gary Johnson, I think, is what we're sensing. That, yeah. And also, of course, when you do remember the uh, the cornered target, of course, also got to remember the hidden dragon in uh, in that scenario as well. Nice, of course, yeah. that great uh, that great uh, Swedish tattoo mafia movie with the the cornered dragon, the hidden tiger, or whatever it is. Get myself all mixed up. A uh, couple other bits to mention: uh, the FA Youth Cup third qualifying round is on Monday night. Excel uh, Sports Hub in uh, sort of Weybridge area I think it was KT12 or something along those lines so get down there if you're in the area 7.45 try and get stones into the first round proper for the second year in a row Ogo Obi is of course not with the squad at present because he's on a one month loan at uh, Alex Horns Chesham um, he got an assist in his first game so building some form before he gets reintroduced into the squad and Joe Gabode of course on loan from the Jills not being risked in this match because his parent club Gillingham will obviously want him to be available potentially for any FA Cup first round match of course we could play uh, we potentially play Gillingham on Tuesday in the Kent Senior Cup tie we could have of course played Gillingham in an FA Cup first round match as well so we've had Torquay twice in the space of a week who knows we could have the Jules twice in the space of about three weeks as well it's a 447 mile round journey for the Stones today. It's the second longest trip behind Truro. Um, that's what it was last week. Same this. Just as last year when Torquay faced Barnet in FA Trophy clash at Plainmore, they then replicated the clash in the league fixture seven days later. Reverse true for the Stones this season. So, Ken Dodd as his infamous number one 58 years ago with tears. We'll see if either side is going to end up with those at some point between now and five o'clock. Commentary on the first half. Ever wanted your own online radio station, but don't know where to start? Well, now, help is at hand. Good Morning World is a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Using easy-to-understand terminology, Good Morning World provides a step-by-step guide to getting on air with a low budget. Equipment, software, servers, setting it all up and starting your show. It's all covered. Good Morning World, a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Out now in paperback and ebook, And available from lulu.com, amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Maidstone Web Design is a proud supporter of Maidstone United, iMusk and Stones Live. Our websites are fast to load, easy to navigate and work on mobile phones and tablets. Your website will automatically post to Facebook and Twitter, making your website more popular. We also help to get the right domain name, web space and email for your business. We offer a free consultation, so if you'd like to come and see us, please call 07905 357 140 or visit maidstonewebdesign.com. Are you ready for all the action? It's kickoff time on Stones Live with Simon Miller and Company, the Stones' preferred estate agent. Welcome back to Plain Moor. I'm Sean Skur. He's Nigel Seeger. Hello. We're here at Plain Moor. 
for an FA Cup fourth qualifying round match. The prize for either side is being in that draw in the hat. Even a draw for either side, well, for either side, for both sides, obviously, if it's a draw, uh, to be in the hat for the draw tomorrow on ITV1 from 2.30. Might be settling down to listen to this as a podcast at that point. You might be settling down to watch the highlights on Stones TV, on the YouTubes and anywhere else. Might even be seeing montages of some of our footage and sounds on the FA Cup draw itself. Who knows? But we are very happy to have you with us this afternoon. We're just seeing a few forks out on the pitch. To uh, pitchforks, pitchforks. They are a different, different kind of pitchfork, <laughs> though, from uh, from what we've seen in recent pasts. Um, I was just waiting for the teams to come out. Certainly. Um, a fairly full uh, Bristow's bench this afternoon around us. Everybody is uh, mostly around us, we say that. I think we've got the luxury of a spare seat either side of us from our media representatives. But uh, as I say, just filling for time and waiting for both sides to come out. Um, Torquay um, stopped from scoring in their first match of the season at home by Worthing. They scored in every game since then at home but it's Maidstone United that prevented them getting on the score sheet last weekend for the first time in six games here at Plainmore. So it'll be interesting to see if Maidstone can keep their five clean sheets in a row and step that up to six, and will they frustrate Gary Johnson's side even more? You can hear the teams coming out. Very likely hear the uh, hum and the drum get louder and louder as both sides make their way onto the pitch with the officials emerging on the halfway line Sam Corn leading his side out in the light blue and white stripes Corn, Cobbeland, Fowler Petrasso Brown, Sol Kipriano, Amanchi Wanjel Smith, Amanchi and Bone in place as Moxie, Halstead, Lapsley, Donellan, Tomlinson, Jarvis, McGavin, Krask, the only change for Torquay, Collins, Ash and Stobbs. There's a mixture of your two teams all running along the line, high-fiving and making sure everybody is in the zone and as one unit to get going this afternoon. Maidstone certainly looking like they're going to defend the empty end in the first half which is uh, the same way as last weekend, clearly firing into that empty stand and uh, well, I was going to say Torquay firing into their, their home end, the JMV sort of stand and uh, seems very sparse over there this afternoon there Nigel, doesn't it? It's very very lightly attended on the left hand side I know we were both here last week Yeah, yes. Yeah, I think that's more the sponsors and family seating area. There doesn't seem to be as many there, but uh, like you say, the, the Bristow's bench in front of us is pretty much uh, substituted. Uh, sorry, filled up here from our uh, position on the halfway line, and likewise across in the standing area on the other side in the Thatcher stand. I think they call that, don't they? Uh, just underneath of where John Gooch is uh, doing these uh, highlights from. So once again. Just bear that in mind when you're... Uh, yes, we are back to front. Yes, we are um, definitely um, going to be the, the, the wrong way around. So we'll be seeing it 
um, from one side to the other. But uh, we're just having a, a moment's pause uh, because of the conflict in uh, with Israel and Palestine. So we will be having a moment's silence. So let the PA take over from this point. So, Torquay players come to the bench on this near side, go for their last warm-up paces. It looks like Maidstone United have uh, swapped ends, so it looks like we'll be tacking the Wallens stand in the first half and then attacking the JMV stand in the second half. So as you see it on the highlights, Maidstone will be attacking from right to left and Torquay from left to right. We will see it the other way round. Torquay in their yellow and white and blue tops, blue arms, yellow and white shirt, blue shorts, white socks, Maidstone, the light blue and white striped shirt, black sh shorts and black socks. We are just moments away from kickoff as we try to uh, hold on to all of our equipment and make sure it doesn't go anywhere this afternoon. Yeah, that's sure one thing to from last week, isn't it? Last week it was a really bright sunny day and uh, just standing up there for that uh, period of silence there, you could feel the wind sort of uh, around the ground. So, you know, that might make a difference in the way the teams play. Definitely didn't feel that last week. About 100 different layers on this week instead. It's Torquay that have kicked off and have all of the possession in the first 10 seconds or so. It's Tomlinson who plays it left to Moxie who plays it long. Fowler gets ahead on it. Bone clears, travelling in our direction, landing on top of the Torquay dugout. So a thrown will be taken by Krask. That only change for Torquay this afternoon. It's taken short. Played back by McGavin over the halfway line. Tomlinson plays it to Collins. He plays right to Donellan. Chipped over the right-hand side, over the top of Aaron Sibia. Played back in field to Collins, who stretches for that one. Wanjo Smith can't get there. Petrasso tries as well, but fails. McGavin ball through the middle. Jarvis with a nice touch out wide. Moxie tries the no-look pass, and he gets there. Good one-two played, but unfortunately it was an offside from Torquay perspective, Crask was going to be played back, but it was Lapsley who looked like he had half a yard offside there, Nigel. Yeah, that's going to be the battle. I'm just going back to that ball there that came in from that left-hand side uh, between Aaron Sibir and, and Stobbs. For me, he was one player that did impress for Torquay last week. 
Obviously, we're not playing with our regular left-back, Aaron Sibia, filling in over there, so that's going to be one to watch for as this game progresses. As the aforementioned Stubbs, who plays the ball down the right-hand side, but Fowler comes out and clears left-footed, shanked under the yellow army flag that is in that Thatcher's stand. So a throw-in on the right-hand side, the far side as we look at it. One-two played from the throw-in. Kipriano fitting in at left centre-back, taking Greenwich's place. The setup, pretty much the same as last week. Amanchi receives the ball. There's a little spin. He's got Petrasso running ahead of him. Just can't get a solid enough touch on that. Bubbles away. Aaron Sibia receives the ball in the left wing-back area and lets it go out for a throw. Leaves it for Kipriano. And it looks yeah. like Moxie has moved into the back Yeah, he just got three. a touch there, didn't he, on that pass through. Just stopped uh, Petrasso being away, but both teams, as you say, set out with a back three. And four across the middle with uh, Petrasso sort of playing in the hole behind Levi and Sol. Kraska on the left wing back for Torquay. Kovalan just watching this ball go down the channel. And he has a swing and a miss, as you might be able to tell from the uh, gleeful cries from the home crowd here in the Bristow's bench. Jarvis receives the throw in on the right-hand side. Pass to McGavin. He turns inside. Wanjo Smith, a bit of a shirt tug potentially, but Torquay still have the ball. Moxie with an early ball, headed away by Fowler. Cornchest sit down. Plays a ball up the right-hand side, only as far as Moxie. Plays a diagonal ball, which Kovalan will have a much sturdier time of taking. Than he did his previous clearance in the left-back area. And Kovalan just asking for a bit of patience. And, of course, with Kipriano being the left centre-back, taking Greenwich's place, where Kipriano was playing last weekend, was right wing-back Liam Sol. He's back in the side for the first time in a wee while taking that right wing back berth. Wanjo Smith gets a flick as he gets pushed down. Petrasso into the box, chips it to the far post. Sol is there, he can't reach it. Crass clears away. 25 yards from goal, ball bounces over Bone, back to Korn. Korn chips it with Aaron Sibia, gets a nudge on Stobbs. Aaron Sibia back to Petrasso. Petrasso's got two to take on. Passes to Korn, it's a bit behind Bone, he adjusts himself, the match winner last week. Ball forward is poor and Stobbs launches the ball forward. Fowler heads up into the air, Kipriano thunders it up into the air with his foot. Sol with a header up, Amanchi with a loose touch, he was challenged by Moxie. Collins plays it forward and then Brown says have some of that and clears deep into Torquay territory. Throw in going to be taken in line with the Stones dugout. Moxie advances up the channel. Liam Sol, defensive header for Maidstone. Bone with another one. Petrasso with a touch, just can't get it to Sol. McGavid makes sure he puts a challenge in to make sure he doesn't get the ball. I thought that the linesman seems to think that the uh, challenge that McGavin put in actually touched the ball, and it's a Maidstone United throw in instead. A bit of a surprise there, Nigel. Yeah, the line I usually flagged a uh, throw into the uh, Torquay, but the uh, referee overruled him and now lapsed each having a word with the, uh, the ref. Certainly something that Maidstone can build on, a little mistake like that from the officials. It leads to another throw in. Petrasso has the ball flipped up to him in close proximity by McGavin. Petrasso can't control the ball. Amanchi tries to go out wide to get it. Moxie has it. Krask with him. 
Moxie plays it up the channel. Fowler calls for it, gets the swish touch on it, not much of one. But enough to clear it out for a throw-in that is about 30 yards from goal on this near side in front of the Torquay dugout. About five and a half minutes gone here on Stones Live. It's Torquay nil, Maidstone United nil. Little one-two there with Collins. Corn tries to put challenge on. There's Tomlinson. Plays it wide to Donnellan. One of the two X-Stones here. Donnellan's ball is too much and too far along. So that goes for a goal kick which Kovalan will take in a moment. It's a fairly even first six minutes here, Nigel. Not much between the two sides, nope, really. No, nope. Torquay showing a bit more than they did in the early stages of the game last week. Looking to be more on the front foot and just trying to isolate the uh, Maystone players and get a one-on-one. -on -one, but so far, Maystone has been up for the challenge. Challenge on the halfway line with Andrew Smith and Tomlinson, which Tomlinson wins. Ball cleared over the halfway line. Brown with the header up. Collins with the arm in the back of Corn, but nothing given. Bone tries to go in for a challenge, and both players miss it. Corn gets across Lapsley, and only sends the ball as far as Donnellan, who looked like he was going to howl it to one in. Kipriani clears off of Donnellan, and then Corn clears properly to the far side. Wanjo Smith can't keep it in, and Stobbs makes sure Wanjo Smith doesn't keep the ball in play. So it is a talky throw, which Stobbs takes short to Collins. Plays a one-two with Stobbs, gets outside of Bone. Plays the ball off of Aaron Sibia. And that will be the first corner of the afternoon for the hosts, Torquay. So the first corner of the afternoon. It's well won in that far corner by Torquay. Probably slightly edging things. Maidstone defensively solid. But that corner comes in from the far side. It looked like Amanchi was uh, being pushed a little bit there by the attacker from Torquay. And it's a free kick just in line with the six-yard area. Probably about 12 yards rather. So Kovalan will take that right-footed over the halfway line. Wanja Smith's underneath it. Tomlinson beats him to it again. Height differential there for all to see. Bone goes up for a challenge, beats Lapsley, clears it forward. Amanchi... Can't beat Donnellan to the ball. Lapsley with a header flick on. Jarvis heads in on Fowler. And referee decides to punish Jarvis for seemingly heading the ball away from Fowler. I don't think there was too much in that there for him there, Nigel. No, I think Fowler's gone down clutching his head. There was a, a slight clash of heads there. but Fowler just seems to be getting up now with help from Kipriano. So, like you say, nothing much doing there. But there's been a... Free kick awarded to. In fact, I think it's going to be a drop ball. I was going to say, actually. if it's a drop ball, then I'm hoping it's because it's a head injury yeah, rather than a free was. kick. So it is. And uh, Kovalan pressured a little bit, and it looked like Brad Ash had left a little bit on Kovalan, but to be expected with Ash being so close to him that Kovalan straight back up when he realises that Torquay come away with the ball. Ash goes down in the same position. Nothing given there as well. Brown on this near side, right-hand side. Ash slides in, leaves studs up a little bit on Sol. No contact made, though. Bone clears against his opposite number, Krask. And now the ball breaks into the midfield for Aaron Sibia. Takes it to the left-hand side. Ball up the channel to Wanjo Smith. Challenges to Nellan. 
And it's got Stobbs there with him now as well, but it is Wanjar Smith's last touch that takes it out of play for a Torquay throw-in. Of course, it was the throw-in last weekend that saw Marshall get red-carded. That's the only change for Torquay this afternoon. Both sides losing a centre-back for different reasons, putting different full-backs in and switching things round. Good play on the halfway line with Jarvis to Collins. Good ball into space to Lapsley. Out wide to Donnellan at the right-hand side. Gets a ball to the back stick to Ash. And it's another far post header that doesn't do well. But it's an offside which the referee has put his arm up for and acknowledged. But it is an indirect free kick for the offside. And yes, the referee, Parkinson, just making sure that Kovalan hadn't put that ball down without hearing the whistle, but seeing the signals. Yeah. Wondering the talkie player was close by. But uh, kicks wasted. It's head tennis on the halfway line between three of them. Lapsley to McGavin. Out wide to Stubbs. It takes on Aaron Sibia. All deja vu again. Those two going head to head on that far side. Aaron Sibia gets a block in for a Stubbs throw in. Torquay. Only Maidstone men near enough Stubbs to receive it. So he goes long to the corner of the box for Jarvis to head on. Like could have been an offside there, but Maidstone clear it up towards halfway. Two from each side, and Petrasso ends up coming away with it. Gets another challenge in of Wanjar Smith. Looking for the run of a Manchi, and it's a loose pass there from Wanjar Smith in the end. Delenon plays it back in field to Collins. Infield once more, and a push there on Lapsley by a combination of corn and bone. And I think Torquay were wondering whether the... Uh, the moment had gone there, but the foul is given. Whilst Lapsley has recovered fully, Wanjar Smith, after uh, having his ball through quite poorly to Manchi, he's had a knock to the head and he's back up on the halfway line. He's felt a little blow there. He obviously come off last weekend as well with a similar issue. Just seeing Elliot Wenham warning up for, uh, for Maidstone there. Fourth official having a chat with Gary Johnson about the head injury. Gary Johnson already in the ear of Billy Wooten. Free kick taken by Moxie, 1-2 with Donnellan. Out to left-hand side to McGavin. Cuts inside of Manchi. Gets a pass out to the left. That's Krask who gets it in field, but it's Collins with a heavy touch. And takes it out for a goal kick from Maidstone. 12 minutes gone here at Playmore. Torquay nil, Maidstone nil on Stones Live. It's not so much Torquay giving the ball away, it's more Torquay giving the ball away for dead balls more than anything, Nigel. They've not really given it away to Maidstone, but they've not really kept it either so no, far, so it's it. much the same as last week. Yeah, exactly that. It's, it's just both sides sort of, although they played each other only last week, they're sort of feeling each other out, aren't they, really? They have got to, and Lapsley in that midfield gets the ball out wide to Stobbs, who chips it into the box. Sol has got Krask over his shoulder. Uh, that ball is too long. Uh, it goes out for a throw-in right down in the right-back area, the right corner. It's near left-hand side for us. Brown comes across to take. No one within about 20 yards of Brown. So he trundles up the line, throws it up, and Manchi with a flick on eventually, Corn comes through with the chest when Joe Smith will chase Corns high up and under and Donnellan gets a header back to Halstead who just about hangs on Halstead manages to keep that in play picks it up now after he's controlled it with his feet rolls it out to Tomlinson 
plays a ball infield to the centre circle to Jarvis. Jarvis goes down with the merest of touches from Fowler. But referee Parkinson gives that one. Jarvis takes the free kick quickly to Collins. He plays the ball, sweeps it down the right-hand side to Stobbs. Aaron Sibier in close touch to him. Stobbs cuts back onto his left to Collins. Back to Stobbs once more on that far side. He's got Donnellan making a run. Tries to play Stobbs in on the overlap. And he's able to keep it in. He's not able to keep it in. And Ash managed to lash one into Coverland's chest on the goal line from about 12 yards. But the ball had just about gone for a goal kick there, Nigel. Yeah, with a hand stop. in hand, head in there. Yeah, good stop from Coverland there. Point blank range. I don't think he knew, you know, that was out at that time. So... That's good, good signs from Kovalin, but uh, it was to no avail because uh, the ball had gone out, as you previously mentioned. Yes, I'm hopeful that the officials have got that one right, and it was fully out. I'm sure replays will be able to see when we watch this back, but uh, certainly a few heads were in the way for our vantage point, not being able to 100% confirm or deny that that had gone out, but certainly the uh, assistant on that far side had given that one as goal kick to Maidstone so the save not one for the statisticians to acknowledge and uh, scrappy passage of play there on the far side the left hand side and eventually it's Lapsley that gets it clear hoping for a throw in of his own but instead Kipriano as the left sided centre back of the three takes a throw in up the line Manchi can't get a touch Petrasso tries to get in there but it's McGavin who comes away with it ball back by Lapsley Tomlinson out wide to Moxie. Plays the ball down the channel, which Brown will have to watch. Ash bends his run. Brown manages to get ahead of Ash. And Brown goes down to the uh, clear frustration of the home fans there, Nigel. Try and uh, be as neutral as possible, but uh, foul on Brown? Or? Yeah, nah, well, he did well there, didn't he? He does what you have to do in that position, just get in front of the player and the between the player and the, the ball and... Uh, just await the, the touch that will be incoming. So, using his pace to good effect there, Rafe Brown. Foul has cleared one up into the air there. Kovalan was tempted by it on this right-hand side. Bone clears further, but possession's lost by the front men for Maidstone. As you say, Nigel Petrasso, sort of the top of the four in the midfield, that's, or the three in the midfield that's there, rather, I should say. Ball played by Tomlinson to left to McGavin. He cuts back inside. Moxie behind. Field to Tomlinson once more. Halstead instructed him to send it right. And Tomlinson does. Infield to Collins. McGavin with plenty of space in the centre circle. He now receives the pass. To Moxie in space on the left. Back in field to McGavin. Corn chasing him down. McGavin spins away well. So Krask with a loose pass, but Tomlinson is there inside his own half. Furthest man back from outfield perspective Tomlinson long ball forward beats Kipriano and he just can't get the touch Lapsley he got himself in on goal Kipriano was nodding off for a moment there and the ball just not lifted over by Lapsley enough there Nigel real let off for Maidstone very much so I mean Lapsley's probably the smallest player on the pitch but he uh, it was one of those wasn't it where similar to the staining uh, game where the play just stopped and you know he just sort of took the half chance and just couldn't hit it over but United might be able to create half chance of their own now Petrasso runs into Donnellan brings the ball away down the right hand side Fowler clears away from Ash 
Torquay retain possession. Much better possession and play from Torquay so far today. Stobbs on that right-hand side. Cipriano blocks the cross. And a bit more buoyancy and noise from the crowd this afternoon. What's worries me at the moment with the Maystone setup is I think Bone and uh, Corner have to do a hell of a lot of work in that midfield. And uh, Torquay are sort of trying to... Collins with a strike and it's deflected. Falls to a player. Kovalan manages to clear and it's managed to deflect and Kovalan has conceded a corner in the end but it's absolute pinball wizardry in that box there Nigel pick something out of that please well yeah it was the initial shot again Kovlin made made the save there but as they tried to cl uh, clear the ball Maystone it kind of come back off one of their own players and just managed to spin out a, a past uh, Kovlin's far post but he's going to be a corner to Torquay well, the first 20 minutes are nearly up and we're waiting for this corner to come in from the far side. They said that Maidstone would like to make an impression in the first 20 minutes and maybe get a goal to silence the crowd, but it's anything but that from Maidstone so far. Torquay, the side on top here so far. The love train trying to be formed and a few handbags in the box. The referee Parkinson's got to go in and have a word to make sure everybody tries to leave each other alone just for a moment so he can get the kick taken. Parkinson backtracks away from the box blows his whistle and lets the play go on again so that corner comes in from the far side and immediately Torquay player penalised for whatever was going on in the first place it was clearly going on some more Bone sat down on his posterior not 100% comfortable before that and referee Parkinson asking him whether he needs to receive some treatment or not so I think Maidstone here potentially, Nigel, might just be trying to calm things down. Calm, thing, calm yeah, things down they've potentially. Yeah, after that last five minutes, as I was just mentioning there, it's Bone and Corner having to do a lot, a lot of work in the middle of the park there. Um, with Aaron Sibir and Liam Sol, they are more tucked out onto the, on the wings. And Patrasso, as good as he is going forward, he's not really sort of your your, def your midfield player. Is he? He's more of a luxury player. So. Just a little bit of thinking of Coven Shanks's clearance. Well, a big, big ole from the crowd, but Kovalan played the ball into space, which Aaron Sivia keeps on the left-hand side. Petrasso looking for a foul, looks to the referee, doesn't get anything for it, and probably rightly so. Ball cleared by Halstead over the halfway line. Kipriano has a hold of a little bit of ash. Kovalan controls it in his box with his feet. Looking for a ball to the right-hand side. And he eventually picks up instead. Ashley's kept out a couple of occasions already this afternoon. And Ash with that glorious chance last weekend that Torquay could have got themselves level having been down to Sam Bone's goal with 20 minutes or so to go last weekend. Nil-nil now. Nil-nil last weekend at this stage. And a Maidstone player looks like Corns cleared out Petrasso. So a bit of space in the midfield for Torquay after that slip. It's Moxie in possession on halfway. Krask back to Moxie. And it's just played along the back line for Torquay. A bit more possession, but not really too meaningful being played along the back line. Jarvis with a lot more interplay and a lot more touches so far this afternoon. It's Tomlinson to Moxie. Plays the ball forward to Krask. Bone in close proximity to his opposite number, McGavin on halfway to Collins. Dan, uh, Tomlinson, who will now find Dunellen, getting ahead of myself there. 
reading the pattern of play. Possibly reading it better than Maidstone have been in these last five, ten minutes because it's been all Torquay in that period. Moxie to the left-hand side with Krask. Infield to McGavin. Out wide to Donellan. All good play from Torquay, but it's that end product that they're missing so far. McGavin, 40 yards from goal, ball infield to Jarvis, out wide to Donellan on the right. Donellan with the ball into the box. It's the far stick, two of them there. Sol heads it away. Sol's going to now try and chase it down. Krask plays a ball to Tomlinson on his own in the centre circle. Bends the ball out wide to Donellan. There's a pattern forming here, folks. Donellan with a slide rule pass. And Stobbs is unable to get into it. It gets through Aaron Sibia. Kipriano cuts it off. Kipriano with the ball down the left-hand side. Amanchi tries to get a touch. Gets there ahead of Tomlinson, but it is Amanchi who gives away a throw into Torquay. Torquay just had the ball these last five minutes, Nigel. We've said they needed to keep it better than last weekend, and they've certainly done that these last few minutes. Yeah, they've kept it at the back more. And they're just passing side to side. And kind of makes they are sitting off of them a little bit. I think we just need to... To get a mention on the ball, mention he had a touch yet as he to see what he can do. So certainly need to be a bit more clued up at the back line when the ball comes through. Maidstone as Ash takes a shot, falls. Fabian Cher-esque, but that one doesn't end up in the net. Ball cleared out to the right-hand side. Wanjo Smith chases down Moxie, gets a solid ball back to Halstead. 23 minutes gone here, remains goalless at Plainmore. Torquay nil, Maidstone nil. Place in the FA Cup first round, the prize for these two sides. Don't worry if it's a draw. We'll bring it to you live on Tuesday after uh, Tuesday evening from the Gallagher from 7:30. Be it Torquay in a replay, be it Gillingham in the Kent Senior Cup. We'll have cup action at the Gallagher on Tuesday. Back home again. This is the tenth away game in the first 14 matches so far this season for Maidstone. Collins in position on the left-hand side. Couple of lollipops. Bone dispossesses him. Gets around Wanjo Smith as well though. Collins with the ball. Fowler with a header that diverts behind for a corner kick and clearly Gary Johnson so far Nigel getting his wish for having the right kind of fans here in the stands today yeah they're very much uh, clapping and encouraging the team which is what you would hope as a home manager corner from this near side going to be right footed out swinger in it comes and it, in the six-yard box it lands and Jarvis with a shot and it's cleared off the line. It's going along the goal line and it's a Maidstone player that cleared it off the line. Very close there for Torquay to nearly put themselves one up again this afternoon. They've had a plethora of chances. Stobbs makes his way over to the far side to take this corner again. See Kovalan managed to punch the ball up into the six-yard area sky and then it fell to Jarvis. This corner comes in, Kovalan comes for it, gets a touch, it's at the back stick, played into Collins who gets a shot in. And the less said about that shot, Nigel, the better. Yeah, I think it's one of those that he just had more time on the ball, he just needed to take a touch and, and pick his position, but he just hit it one time and it was like a shanked it really. And it was near the corner flag on the opposite side and it was the goal post. 25 minutes gone. Goalless, Stones live, Torquay, Maidstone, FA Cup fourth qualifying round. Stones haven't been in that first round since Blackpool away 2019. Well, actually, the, the, round, the, the team they played the last time they got to the first round was Torquay, wasn't it? Of course, home? indeed. So it was Blackpool in the second round four years ago as the fourth official takes a touch and 
because he's an official, he doesn't get too much praise, but I thought that was very good. Well done, fourth official Billy Wooden, if you listen back to this. But yeah, it was Blackpool in the second round of that particular run and that year in 2019. Torquay, the side who, of course, Maidstone beat to get there the last time they played in the first round. Certain irony to that. Ella Kobe with that monster challenge, of course, that was widely celebrated because obviously proper football fans do like to celebrate a sliding tackle. Just a bit of play on the near side in front of the dugouts. Uh, Maidstone sloppy in possession and shepherded out of play. And Halstead switches from one side to the other to eventually take his goal kick. He's got Tomlinson in the box for a short run. Amanchi and Wanja Smith in close attention. But it is Tomlinson who is ushered forward by Halstead. Bone nearly wins the challenge on Collins there. Instead, it's Moxie who comes away with it. Collins once more. Krask on this left-hand side waiting for a pass. Instead, Bone comes away with it. Bone plays the ball forward to Wanjo Smith. He's got Aaron Sibia outside him on the left. Ball round the back side of him. Aaron Sibia takes a little stumble with the touch. Gets through Stobbs. Gets past him. He's got Danella next. Lollipop or two from Aaron Sibia. Wondering where to pass. He's got three players on him. And Aaron Sibia waiting for a ball a bit further ahead of him from Wanjell Smith. Aaron Sibia managed to get ahead of him. It uh, certainly seems like a Maidstone throw. And Aaron Sibia running away. He's the one who won possession and carried on with it. And it was Lapsley who deflected it out, I thought. And eventually uh, Aaron Sibia is alive to that. He was uh, more annoyed at the pass than actually paying attention to what was going on in the move. So it is finally... Maidstone throw in, Petrasso pointed it out to him, he nearly receives the throw, Andrew Smith does, loses possession, Bone wins it back, heads it wide to Aaron Sibia, Corn with a header up to Andrew Smith, chests it down, spins his man, he's got two to the right of him, he's going to have a shot from 20 yards and Halstead has to get fingertips to that, Maidstone United get their first corner of the afternoon after 27 and a half minutes, but Maidstone, Nigel, come to life for a moment there. Yeah, a little bit of a spark there. Just created by Aaron Sibir over there, although he lost that, lost the ball in the initial phase, recycled it, and uh, Wanjo Smith broke into the box and had a shot. And as you say, Halsey had to make sure and put it out for a corner. So, see if they can make the most of this as we approach the half hour. Corn corner coming in from the right hand side, far side. Comes in, slips, doesn't beat the first man because McGavin clears it away. Clearly, still a moist pitch from last week and rainfall we've had during the week. And Sol tries to play the ball long. Ash not too happy about the ball being kicked into him, but if you are going to try and block the ball with your body, Mr Ash, then that's probably what's going to happen. It's going to end up getting kicked at you. So Maidstone United with an Aaron Sibia throw in. That's a, that's a noticeable tactic that they're doing from last week, isn't it? Ash is very much closing down the, the ball player, whether that be Kovalin or uh, Salt with that Bone in space with a similar position to the goal last week but about fully 20 yards further away Bone takes a strike from fully 40 yards and referee Parkinson has given a corner there to Maidstone which I must admit from a few of the gasps certainly up amongst us in the media area here not thinking that was a corner and I think it's trickled down to uh, the rest of Plainmore now Nigel and I think they've all realised that it's actually a corner I don't think it was anywhere near one, to be honest. No, but Corn's going to be with it. Corn is going to take up this near side. Wanja Smith gets a touch. Is it off Lapsley last? It's a goal kick. It is Wanja Smith. So, potentially, in the end, right decision. It might well have been Lapsley who got the last touch on that one, but I don't think it was a corner in the first place because Bone's strike was fairly clean, and we've always spoken about clean strikes from Bone. 
and how they work. But that one was definitely a clean strike, I thought. So a sloppy play at the back there, trying to play it out there, Torquay. Moxie has it under control now, and Housdale just asking his back line to calm down. Tomlinson arcs it to the right to Donellan, who brings it forward. He brings it back line to Tomlinson, and more of this ball along the back line for Torquay now. Moxie on the left, Collins on the halfway line on this left side. Infield to Tomlinson. Again, how much more effective can the possession be for Torquay? That's what they need this afternoon. It needs to be more effective. Much better ball keeping this time round. Commentator's curse as Maidstone give it away again and Torquay lose it once more. And Brown just walks it through to Kovalan, who rather than kicking, picks it up. Waits just for Jarvis to leave the space. Just having a look, Sean, around uh, some of the FA Cup scores. Please do, yes. Uh, the, uh, magic, the magic of the FA Cup is alive in the early kickoff. Bracknell Town 1, Dagenham and Redbridge 0. Blimey, it's a National League side out already. And, uh, Bracknell, of course, two leagues below Dagenham. Um, just of Kent interest, Sheppard 1-0 up at Billericay. And Cray Valley Paper Mill are drawing 1-1 with Enfield. Who we played six years ago today in this same position. Good play by Donellant. Ball over the top by Stobbs and Kovalan manages to hold that one in the six-yard box. He tries to play it out wide gets the ball to Petrasso past Collins he does well with a great throw there Kovalan Petrasso just about keeps possession good run from him Petrasso still going on that left hand side still going ball back to Andrew Smith oh. and he's deflected by the Torquay defender Sol gets the ball across and it's deflected out wide well defended there in the end by Torquay but chances are either end and Wanjo Smith had another one blocked off the line. That's the second chance he's had in the last couple of minutes, Nigel. Game's really evened up last yeah, five minutes and Maidstone on top he had now. He had, had a shot there and he just, uh, just didn't get any power on it really. He just kind of trickled in, trickled in and deflected off the keeper. And uh, then uh, as, as the ne next shot came in, it just went out of a corner. So, yes, yeah, so as you say, Maidstone getting back into this game now. Three corners in quick succession for Maidstone. Corn takes it right-footed. Swings it deep to Kipriano with the back stick. Bone tries to get underneath it. Hits it into the back of the Torquay player. Bit ambitious for Bone asking for a handball there. Aaron Sibia plays it to Sol. Sol to the left-hand side. Bone hands it down. Kipriano touched to Bone. He's inside the box. Turns left-footed, deflected. And that's another corner for Maidstone United. Not taking the pressure off. Keeping the foot pedal to the medal. Yeah, that little mazy run there of Petrasso coming into the box reminded me, of course, of Blair Turgett on each run against uh, Leighton Orient. That was the fourth round of the FA Cup, wasn't it? In it that was. One I of the, the uh, few bright moments under Harry Wheeler. But I remember a season review we did for that one year, Nigel, during that season, and I ended up playing the commentary back on that season review programme, only to realise that I commentated on that match with Fred. So <laughs> uh, sometimes you don't remember the memories. Aaron Sibby's left-footed corner, headed away at the near post by McGavin. Header in by Petrasso, flicked on by Wanjo Smith, but not enough. And keeper Halstead retains possession with 33 minutes on the clock. Halstead releases the ball to Krask on the left-hand side. Brown is a bit far forward. Sol is on Collins, who plays it back to Moxie. Pass Tomlinson to Halstead. 0-0 here at Plainmore. Torquay 0, Maidstone 0. So it's on the right-hand side. Tomlinson 
Lapsley, Donnellan, Tomlinson. Angle ball switches play to left hand side, but Sol chests it down with Krask very close to him. Aerial challenge to go up for it. And Bone clashes with Jarvis. I think Bone knows he might be in a bit of trouble here. He might well be. The native seeing an elbow by Bone on Jarvis. And the referee's going to have a chat with Bone here. Don't know whether he's going to consult. He's got a yellow card out in his hand. So he's certainly not going to send him off. But Bone's certainly giving away a free kick with a flailing arm. And the goal scorer from last weekend has uh, got himself in the book now. Apologies for any bad language you're hearing from around us. We are in the mosh pit here in the Bristow's bench. But referee Parkinson is waiting to give this yellow card to last week's match winner Sam Bone. Uh, the natives want blood and they want red, like Marshall had last week. Potentially there, Nigel. I don't think it was uh, an intentional one. No. Certainly a flailing one. So I think the yellow card probably the right outcome in the end. Yep. And see, Halstead has come all the way from his goal as well to get involved in this incident. While uh, it was Jarvis, I think it was, who was down in the end. No, not Jarvis. I think Collins. It's Collins, I think. There's a yellow card Halstead there because he's left his, uh, his area for no apparent reason. He's not a captain or anything. so He didn't receive one there, though, did he? He didn't receive one, But no. he could have. Yeah. I was wondering. I was concentrating on that and didn't see where the referee was in proximity to Halstead I mean he can come out of his goal mouth I think if he was up in the referee's face he might be getting a yellow card yeah. for that to be fair but uh, I think he was just having a chat with his colleagues there to make sure everyone was alright and Collins clearly a little dazed after that one Gary Johnson asking him how many fingers he's got not that he's showing any yeah he's got his, he's got his right nostril plugged and he does a, a better job than James Madison of drinking from the water bottle as well they teach you that in the lower leagues, James. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen that from the England game last night in the warm-up. Madison spewing out away from his mouth, not knowing how a bottle opens. It's a chippy tea for you. Chippied in by Stobbs. And that is a waste of a chippy tea from Stobbs. Now Maystone have got a chance to break. Petrasso with space ahead of him. Cuts inside of Krask. And then a free kick for Torquay. As Maidstone gives the ball away, Jarvis wins a foul on Petrasso as he just loses the ball. And it's getting to that stage like it was last weekend, Nigel, where it's getting a bit bitty and, uh, you know, decisions are, are flying about, people are flying about. Yep, you want to get feel on it's on the edge, can't you? As I said, uh, the first 20 minutes was a settling in period, but both teams going for it a little bit now. It was Collins that everybody was baying to get back on the pitch. Certainly a star man so far for Torquay. He's pulled a lot of strings in the midfield. You can see why Bone might have left a leveller on him to try and even things up, but it certainly G'd the crowd up. I thought initially it was uh, Halstead not being allowed to take his free kick from the right position because he looked about 10, 15 yards further back from the foul that Petrasso put in on Jarvis. Instead, it was Collins coming in from this near side. He is back on finally. McGavin in Moxie share position. Uh, possession rather and Korn does the splits so it comes to McGavin to Krask again a lot of possession in this middle third defensive third but it's just getting the ball in behind Maidstone seems to be the trouble everybody bar Amanchi is behind the ball Moxie plays a raking pass to the far side Aaron Sibia heads it back in field 
Jarvis with a loose touch. Donnellan heads it to Collins. Ball inside of Wanjo Smith to Jarvis. To the left here to McGavin. He's got Crass to his left. He's got Lapsley infield slightly. Crass turns in on his right-hand side. Ball's deflected up by Bone. Jarvis takes it down. He's got Lapsley to his left. He uses him. Torquay number four. McGavin being warned about players around him. One of them, namely Corn. Moxie's ball to Crask. Tries to turn. So close by. Bone heads it out wide. Fowler has time. And he clears it up to the halfway line. And Manchi gets a touch. But it's loose. And Moxie intercepts. And you can hear that it's appreciated by the home crowd. Corn got a bit of the shirt of McGavin. Nothing given by the referee there. McGavin still has possession to Moxie. Who lets it run. Now Sol wins a challenge to Bone, to Wanjo Smith in the centre circle. Back to Bone, to the right-hand side. He's got Korn, who plays the ball up the channel, and Manchi will chase him in onside position. Tries to get past Tomlinson, but as Nigel's already pointed out this afternoon, Manchi's not really had too many touches in an attacking position, and Maidstone just trying to stem the tide. You can see Fagan and uh, Ella Kobe in their dugout just having a chat about possession uh, about positions they did mention about bone having uh, had some issues in the last 10 minutes or so he did uh, had that corner where bone was sat down on his posterior and needed a moment let's get the smelling salts out to try and uh, wake him up a little bit more and lowering himself to the ground to get a bit more oxygen in him but uh, a few of the locals complaining about that but uh, certainly uh, Torquay taking advantage of this break certainly not a warm weather break at least the sun's come out for it, it's beautiful clear sky but uh, six minutes left of the half nil-nil on Stones Live Torquay nil, Maidstone nil a few words being said in either dugout Nigel what do you think George Alacobi is going to be saying I just think they need to get a, like we say we need to get a grip, grip in midfield at the moment the game's passing us by in there I think with that yellow card the flailing arm on the bone had there on the, the tall key player on Collins Collins yeah it's just a frustration isn't it you know you can see as well that he, he, he's going in for challenges missing out on the challenges and then kind of turning around and remonstrating with, with his teammates but you know he, he just needs to he just needs to keep the shape here and uh, frustrate the tall key Torquay frustrating themselves and their fans now with a couple of loose passes Maidstone waiting for bone to come back on Maidstone down to 10 at this stage, like Torquay were with Collins. And the ball is one back, and referee eventually staring over at the halfway line to let Bone back on, and the fourth official not letting him go. Referee has now finally signalled, and Bone is back on for a full compliment. So at least the referee's been consistently inconsistent for both sides and not getting the uh, player back on. Fowler up further ahead, wins a challenge. Torquay have possession again. Kipriano gets turned. But it's Fowler who clears left-footed up the left-hand side. Tomlinson, furthest man back, plays the ball long, diagonal through the middle. Jarvis trying to get a flick on. Ash is through, one-on-one, one, gets around Kovlan. Kovlan gets a challenge in, and it's an offside judged by the linesman over on the far side. And Maidstone straight through the middle there. Jarvis with a flick on. And Ash judged to be in an offside position by the official over there, Nigel. Close one. Was well, a close one, but uh, I think it was. Just a shadow of the stand there, it kind of did look like he, he was from here. But 
he, as is the day with the modern linesman, they won't actually put the flag up until the player makes contact with the ball. So that's kind of added to the frustration of the crowd around us as well. But Certainly vocally frustrated around us, as they usually are in this area. Much more vocal than uh, in some areas, but we would say that because they're right in our ear hole. That's what they're here for, enjoying the football. And hope you're all enjoying it with us this afternoon, wherever you are. The usual six continents worth of listeners on Stones Knives. We approach the 42nd minute. And again, it did look like Kovaland might well have had that chance taken care of by Ash, because he did get down and, and block it. But it's Collins on this left-hand side. Drops the shoulder, gets a cross in. Header at the back post. It's headed wide, is it? No, Lapsley does well to keep it in. Sol receives it now, though. He goes to ground. And he looks like he's given a free kick away for a challenge on Lapsley. Sol went to ground. He had the ball there, Nigel. And he's just gone into the back of Lapsley and given away a silly free kick. Pretty free kick, yeah. She right on the stroke of half-time here. As we approach 43 minutes. They're going to have a chance to get their big men forward here, Torquay. And the ball's going to be coming to the box. Uh, Coveland lining up his wall, two-man wall. Free kick comes into the right-hand side all the way to the back stick. Kiprianu clears only as far as Moxie falls. Aaron Sibia controls and clears to the left-hand side. It will be Krask who controls it. He's got Halstead back line, he uses him. Ella Kobe screaming for his charges to get back out the pitch. Donellan appears on this left-hand side after that set piece. And Donellan finds himself in an offside position. So a few of the locals certainly uh, making their feelings known about the official on that side. Don't worry, Torquay fans. That linesman will switch to this side in the second half as well. And, well, we'll see if he potentially does the same annoyance to them in the second half as well. As it's always the way I think they stay with their back line for 90 minutes and change sides. They don't have 45 minutes of each. Amanchi receives a ball over the top on his head. He's unable to get a second touch on it, screaming knowing where he is. And then a few hospital balls later and Torquay are penned into their left-back area and Moxie, showing his years of experience, gets it to Collins. Brown with a challenge in. Play is allowed to go on and Ash's ball is cleared by Kiprianu. Bone will come away with the ball now. A heavy touch. And there's three Torquay players on Bone. What Maidstone were doing last weekend is what Torquay are doing this. And really hurrying Maidstone and hurrying their play. Petrasso tries to get the ball from Krask. Instead it's McGavin to Jarvis who plays in Ash again. Fowler clears away, finds a gap and gets it out for a throw in. Jarvis and Ash really linking up well so far this afternoon, Nigel. Yeah, they are. They're looking dangerous up top there for uh, Torquay. A couple of times uh, Jarvis is just flicking on for Ash. Doing a very good job of that and a good flick by Donnell on the right-hand side to Stobbs. He's got Jarvis in field. Aaron Sibia comes away with it, though. Waiting for the stoppage time board in the next 30 seconds. Loose ball to Andrew Smith in the midfield. And it's Collins who wins the challenge. Gets the ball out wide. Ball in field to McGavin. Good play. Ball in the box. 1-2. McGavin shot. And that's more akin to the park the prance of rugby rather than the park the prance of football for that finish from McGavin. Over the, uh, the sticks. And two points to Torquay. So it's waiting for Wooten's board to come up for stoppage time. And hopefully he'll turn it round for us. Three Eight. minutes of stoppage time at the end of the first half here that is remaining goalless at Plainmore as 
Fowler's just finished tying up his shoelace. And he gets back to Jarvis. Goal kick by Kovaland taken. And Manchi gets a flick on header. Torquay come away with the ball though. Collins infield. Danellan with a nice touch back away from Wanjo Smith to Halstead. He takes his kick long. Goes from through the middle. Fowler wins that header ahead of Jarvis. Corn flicks to Aaron Sibia. Chest down by Petrasso. Leaves his man behind. He's got a Manchi ahead of him and Wanjo Smith to his left. But Petrasso might go on his own here. Keeps going further wide right. And the shot is scuffed to the left-hand side. Halstead lets it go into the feet. And a Manchi's put it in. It's a goal for Maidstone. Out of absolutely nothing. A defensive mix-up between the keeper and Danellan. And a Manchi is gifted a goal. And a Manchi keeps his run going in the FA Cup this season. Three rounds. And he's scored in every single one of them. And a Manchi in stoppage time at the end of the first half. And it's a mistake, pure and simple, from Halstead. Halstead had the ball taken out of his hands by Danellan. And Amanchi's just there, waiting for it. And it's gone in. And it's a goal for Maidstone, Nigel. Maidstone United lead 1-0. Yeah. Out of nothing. Absolutely nothing. I wasn't even looking at the play, to be fair to you. I was just looking to, expecting that kick to come out. I just don't know what Halstead did there. But, you know, a brain freeze, really, from him. Uh but uh, they all count, as you say, they all count. and it's They all count, whether it's a bone-deflected goal or whether it's a Halstead having an absolute nightmare with Danellan. It's been mostly Torquay's half this afternoon and it's been kicked out of his hands by his own defender. All of the, all of the locals remonstrating about it, but it's Danellan who's taken it out of the hands of Halstead and it's a perfectly legitimate goal and it's a perfectly legitimate gift that Maidstone United seemed very much out of it in at sixes and sevens for most of this half. And an absolute gift for Amanchi, who's also not really had a touch. And it's those sorts of players who get you in. And one of those players who's been in it all afternoon has been Ash. And it's Brown who just about gets the last touch off that one. Potentially a foul, but in the end it is a corner for Torquay. Their fifth of the afternoon. Real bit, really, really unlucky from Torquay for the half that they've had so far. And to have that happen to them corner comes in at the near post and it's just headed wide it's a Maidstone head that gets it last it's a combination of Corn and Amanchi I think who managed to head that one out just about on the near post mere seconds left of the first half but of course at least a minute probably to add on again for that goal, that freak goal that went in corner comes in again, flicked on at the far post it's come off the far post and it's fired wide by Moxie as well and Torquay firing absolutely everything at Maidstone either side of that Manchi goal and still it won't go in for Torquay against Maidstone United it's still 1-0 somehow at Plainmoor goodness me Nigel <laughs> uh, yeah it's just all that isn't it you know, since that, that uh, three minute ball went up it's just literally all, all happened it's been know. about three hours worth in that three minutes oh, isn't it my goodness me, me. <laughs> you know Torquay you know they should have scored I mean Kovl hasn't really made a save, but you know that last one there from uh, Moxie. You know he had the timer, he had, had the shot. He just blasted it over. Jarvis has made so much of the play for Torquay this afternoon. Gets it out wide to Donellan, and that is the last action of the first half. Torquay clearly the better side this afternoon at playing more in the first half, and yet somehow Maidstone United find themselves a goal up at half time well 
it was Christina Aguilera who had herself a number one 24 years ago this week with Genie in a Bottle. Clearly, Maidstone United have found their Genie in a Bottle this afternoon and they've rubbed it the right way and their wishes have been granted and they are somehow a goal up at half-time. We'll have as many FA Cup scores as we can during the half-time break. We will be back with you after those messages. Here on Stones Live, it's Talk United nil. Somehow, Maidstone United won. Analysis and scores coming up next. Ever wanted your own online radio station, but don't know where to start? Well, now, help is at hand. Good Morning World is a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Using easy-to-understand terminology, Good Morning World provides a step-by-step guide to getting on air with a low budget. Equipment, software, servers, setting it all up and starting your show. It's all covered. Good Morning World, a beginner's guide to starting your own internet radio station. Out now in paperback and ebook, And available from lulu.com, amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Maidstone Web Design is a proud supporter of Maidstone United, iMusk and Stones Live. Our websites are fast to load, easy to navigate and work on mobile phones and tablets. Your website will automatically post to Facebook and Twitter, making your website more popular. We also help to get the right domain name, web space and email for your business. We offer a free consultation, so if you'd like to come and see us, please call 07905 357 140 or visit maystonewebdesign.com. If you're looking for the best deal for your insurance, speak to us at Flint Insurance. We specialise in both commercial and personal insurance. Whether it's for your business liabilities, motor fleet, motor trade or personal home or car insurance, Flint provide a personal service with expert advice. Having access to the most competitive quotes will also save you money. Call us for a quote on 0800 021 4501 or visit flintinsurance.co.uk. Flint Insurance. Simple in intelligent insurance solutions. The FA is committed to stopping abuse and all forms of discrimination. Inside the ground, if we can identify the abusers, we can take effective action. Let a steward know all stewards are trained to deal with these types of complaints and can act discreetly and quickly. Abusers could be arrested by police or rejected from the stadium. Anyone found guilty of an offence could lose their season ticket or club membership and the club could impose a stadium ban. So report what's happened straight away, but avoid Twitter or social media as they can make investigations more complex and mean attention gets diverted. To report discrimination, you can email the FA at footballforall@thefa.com. Alternatively, you can email info at kickitout.org. Well, welcome back to a plane more that is frankly stunned into silence with... Amanchi's goal at the end of the first half there. Levi Amanchi's 10th goal of the season in all competitions. And he has scored in all three rounds he has played in so far. I mean, just everybody, just no idea what on earth has, has happened in regards to that one, Nigel. Well, I don't think you had much of an idea. I don't think we, I mean, we've watched it go in and... I don't think many of us has got much of an idea as to what happened. Try and talk us through well, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, from what it looked like, it's, you know, Halston Donnellan 
you know, Donlan think he's still playing for Maystone, I think. He, he just sort of, there was a mix up there. I don't think, I think uh, Helsley went to, to sort of take the ball, but it was too close to Donlan. And then he, he kind of like got in a mix up with Donlan's foot and his arm and the, the ball just sort of was there. And, uh, and Manchester just came on his run and literally the ball was on the goal line and he just had to side foot it into the net. It was like bizarre, but you know. Hopefully, uh, I imagine he will. John Gooch has got that on the highlight. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just bizarre, isn't it? You know, and then, but then to say that, Torquay, again, you know, responded well. Had a couple of uh, chances there towards the end with that, free, that corner that came in. Or oh, the free kick initially, then a, the second phase corner. Um, Korn uh, cleared off the line. And then uh, Moxley fired over from the edge of the area so you know like we've just said Torquay 10 times better they're playing 10 times better but it's Maystone that find themselves in the lead somehow they do indeed find themselves in the lead Nigel and Maystone absolutely gifted that goal for a Manchi um, obviously it being an FA Cup weekend we will of course have some goals from the FA Cup it looks like yeah my usual source of goals is um very much live and kicking so I should be able to uh, bring you those you're more than welcome to read through what you've got there though sir yep so uh, we'll just start from the top and we'll read them down so we've got AFC File 1 League Town 0 AFC Totten and Ramsgate is 0-0 nil, nil. Aldershot are leading Lewis 2-0 Elfton Town and Macclesfield is 1-1 Altringham Oldham 0-0 nil, nil. Derby game Yep, uh, Avery have pulled one back against Barnet, so it's Avery 1, Barnet 2. Billericay equalised on the stroke of half-time, so it's Billericay 1, Sheppard United 1. Bournemouth 0, Welling United 0. And uh, in the earlier game that was on uh, BBC uh, Red Button, it was uh, Bracknell Town 1, Dagenham Redbridge 0, so a shock there. Uh, Braintree 0, Chesham 0, Chesham United 0, sorry. Bromley 3, Wildstone 0, Chelmsford 0, Whitby Town 1. Oh, man, that could be a bit of a shock. In that bizarre, you know, Chelmsford are there in the northern section of the FA Cup draw, despite the money being the other side of the Dartford crossing. Hmm. Uh, Chelsea 1, Kettering 0, Cray Valley Paper Mills 2, Enfield 2. The same scoreline from six years ago for Enfield Town there, Nigel. Yep, of course, the Gatson Stones that day, and Joe Piggott getting a last kick equaliser. Uh, Curzon Ashton nil, Tamworth nil, Eastley nil, Dover Athletic nil, Ebbsfleet United nil, Slough Town one. So a uh, potential upset on the cards there, sort of because of course uh, Ebbsfleet finding what we found last year with uh, going to need the market and the kickstart our season, but uh, they're down at half time there. FC Halifax Town nil, Marine one, so another potential upset on the cards. Hartlepool nil, Chester one. Hemel Hempstead nil, Woking nil. Hereford nil, Rochdale nil. Another potential upset, Horsham two, Dorking Wanderers nil. So Dorking Wanderers bidding to uh, make the uh, first round proper of the FA Cup for their very first time. Again, uh, slipping up there to Horsham at the moment as it stands. Kidderminster Harriers nil, Ashton United nil. Scarborough Athletic 1, Oxford City 0. Be a bit of an upset as well. Could well be, yep. Solihull Moors 1, Biggleswade Town 1. Upset there potentially as well. Stalbridge 0, Gateshead 0. 
Torquay United 1, Maystone 1, as you've been listening to here at uh, Playmore. Western Supermare 0, Maidenhead 2. Worksop Town 1, Boston United 1. Worthing 0, Bath 0. Yeovil 1 0 up against Southampton. Sorry, Southampton. <laughs> Southend United. It's been bad for Southampton, but <laughs> it's not been that bad, Nigel. Yep. And uh, uh, last uh, season's Conquerors of the Stones, Needham Market. They have travelled up to York City and they are currently nil-nil at half-time. So that's An absolute bag full of potential upsets absolutely. there so far this afternoon. It's absolutely wonderful. Looking forward to seeing what those are going to be like. We'll try and bring you a summation after the hot take after five o'clock this afternoon to give us a better idea of the draw. And I believe it was ball number 65 for Maidstone and or Torquay United yep. tomorrow afternoon. So we'll get those up at the end of... Uh, on ITV1 and the draw tomorrow. League One is only four games. Blackpool 1, Stevenage 0, Cambridge and Shrewsbury goalless. Carlisle 0, Leighton Orient 1 and Lincoln 0, Burton 0. Lots more in League Two. Mansfield won 4-1 at Notts County in the early game despite taking the lead within about 75 seconds. Yeah, we saw that, we, didn't we, we in the we bar before we come up here. We did literally see that with my, with my half Coke, Nigel, saying, oh, <laughs> let yourself go. I said, no, I'm on duty, I'm on duty, honestly. I'd love a tipple, I'd love a tipple. Don't know why I'm talking like that. Well, I'm certainly not going to talk like the locals because I wonder what's going on. Let's get the rest of the league to half-times. Wimbledon and Bradford City nil, so our colleague and uh, esteemed friend, Connor Kent will be there uh, enjoying the Bantams and the Dons. Goalers there. Crew 1, Tranmere 0. Doncaster 1, Sutton 0. Forest 1, uh, Forest Green 1, Colchester 0. Surprised to see Forest Green winning a match. Grimsby and Accrington goalers. Harrogate 0, Stockport 1. MK Dons 2, Barrow 0. Morecambe and Crawley called off due to internationals. Swindon 1, Newport 0. Walsall 2, Steve Bruce bound potentially Gillingham 0. Wrexham 1, Salford 2 in the battle of the recently taken over Sky Sports clubs. And uh, Wales and Argentina have just kicked off in the first of four Rugby World Cup quarterfinals. A very exciting tournament in France, hence mentioning the finish from Torquay about their match, uh, about the, uh, the ball through the middle and the ball over the top of the sticks, to be fair which uh, was a poor finish uh, near the end of the, during the uh, stoppage time at the end of the first half. So the players went off around about 3.50, so we're probably another couple of minutes away from seeing them. And there are a few games actually in South and North, to be fair. Three have gone ahead in South. Tunbridge are leading 1-0 at Weymouth. Uh, Hampton and Richmond 2, Dartford 0. So uh, Hampton and Richmond putting themselves back into contention to avoid the drop as it stands. Long way to go, obviously. And next Saturday's opponents, Farnborough 2, St Albans 1. Trying to replace Pavey's goals has been the reason for the, uh, the drop in form for them. So uh, Farnborough skip up four places to 10th, two points out of the playoffs. St Albans drop one, Dartford drop two. Hampton and Richmond, to be fair, go up four spots with their win. Tunbridge do the same. And Weymouth just teetering on above that dotted line. And you mentioned there, Nigel, that uh, Slough, it would be an upset winning at Ebbsfleet because Slough themselves are in 21st place. Welling, we've mentioned, playing their game against another National League side and they're 22nd. Uh, Dover and Haven't can't remember hearing them in your FA Cup uh, score line up to be fair so yeah. they're just sat 
waiting for um, league competition to come back round because I think they both went out in the cup last time round. Yeah, it was Bracknell. Haven't Waterloo who would have had Dagenham in a home tie on uh, on the red button there, wouldn't they? If they'd have got through, so that's who knocked them out. And Dover, of course, were knocked out. Uh, no, they're playing Eastie. Nil-nil. Oh, no, they're playing Eastie. Apologies. Yes, they've gotten through Hastings and Haringey so far, but uh, doing well at Eastleigh then in that case. Yeah, it's only haven't out of the bottom four that uh, haven't got uh, FA Cup competition. It should have been haven't today at home for Maidstone United, of course, but that haven't game will likely be a Tuesday night at some point, potentially before Christmas. We will wait and see as soon as we get confirmation because we don't know if this Tuesday night's going ahead still yet against the Jills. That's right. It could be another two or three potential Tuesday night. Saturday games move to well, Tuesday night. I think, night I think for the Kent Senior Trophy takes precedence over league game as well, doesn't it, bizarrely? Over or is that below, the level below? I'm not sure. It might be level below, but certainly in terms of the FA Cup, I know the FA Cup would take oh, yeah, precedence. definitely because the early rounds they really do have to get a wiggle on I think once it does reach the first round there's obviously a month between them rather than the two weeks because yeah. they alternate cup and trophy cup and trophy between them so we will have a very quick pause and when we come back we'll be live and ready for the second half At Simon Miller and Company we love houses we love you Mr Semi-Detached we love you, Mrs. Thatched. We love you, Mr. Bungalow, and you, Miss Studio Flat. In fact, we love you all. You'll love that with Simon Miller and Company, you'll get a free market appraisal. And you'll love that we can sell your home for as little as £99. Find a branch near you and feel the love and click simonmiller.co.uk. Here we go again. The second half is only seconds away on Stones Live. Welcome back to Playmore. It's Stones Live here. It's Torquay nil, Maidstone United 1. As the second half is about to get underway and nearly everybody is back in their positions, ready to go for a second half that promises a lot this afternoon it's very very edge of the seat stuff Nigel how do you see the second half panning out yeah no, you <laughs> neither side making a substitute I think I think we just need to get a bit more control in that midfield I, I did wonder whether they, we might change Bone and Kipriani round because Bowney's obviously off on the yellow card and put Bone back in that centre of defence and Kipriano moving further forward to get a bit more control there but it's as you were at the moment, so I think potentially there'd be more m more gaps because obviously it's do or die, isn't it? You, you know, you, if they don't want to trip down to Kent on uh, Tuesday evening, then Torquay need to score two goals this half, so that could potentially leave gaps. As Maystone come forward on the attack now with Petrasso, but he just loses out on the end of the box, and Torquay tried to break. It's Jarvis in possession, the man who's made so much in that first half. Stobbs is in an offside position on this near side and everybody else around me doesn't agree but we can clearly see that Stobbs was um, a good half yard away from his defender in opposition Kiprianu there but yeah Maidstone had a solid start to that second half there and just tried to keep the ball Petrasso lost it in the uh, right wing area and he's managed to get the ball switched to the other side Stobbs just 
Good, you know, I mean, Ella Kobe was on the dugout there in his technical area there, Nigel. He was right in front of it. He was calling for the offside as much as his own defenders on the pitch were. So it's the message off and on the pitch. Swanjo Smith loses possession, but Kipriano on the halfway line heads back to Brown. Brown being told to go home, to send the ball home to Kovalan. Bit of winds holding the ball up. Manjo Smith, there. ball certainly caught by the wind there as well, we'd uh, like to say. Tried to find Petrasso and it's just looped up into Halstead, who is uh, Son's cap in the second half because he's in the shady area in front of the JMV group. Kovalan without a cap in the second half. I've got a spare one on me bag, Lucas, if you need it, sir. You might well do. Although, who knows, the way the winter weather's coming in, it uh, might be dark come half four, who knows. Fowler scissors one up pitch. Manchi, the goal scorer in the first half, sounds strange saying it. And the referee intercepts Bones' touch, and it will be a drop ball. I don't know why Bones' complaining when he's already on a yellow card. The referee has tried to get out the way. He's done the best that he could there, and Bone just decided to plough through him in the end. There, Nigel kicked the ball at him, and uh, I know usually uh, players get a yellow card when they kick a ball at a player so close to them for a free kick. So uh, possibly a yellow card for Stephen Parkinson there. Well, yeah, but, then, but that's what Bones complaining about now. It's a drop ball to Torquay when we were in possession. So it's a very poor decision there from Parkinson in the end. And immediately, Wanjo Smith wins it back. Bone plays the ball forward. And Manchi not really fouled with an arm on the shoulders from Tomlinson, potentially. Ball cleared by Halstead. Kipriano heads it. And it's a very loose start to the second half from both sides. No one really wanting to keep the ball. Ball breaks to Korn on this near side. Kipriano playing left centre-back. Back line to Kovalan, left-footed ball up the channel, is out of play for Danellen. Danellen the assist maker potentially in the first half for Amanchi. Amanchi then gives the ball away from Stobbs loose ball, Amanchi gives the ball away. Yeah, Danellen going back to his Maystone uh, days and uh, getting an assist there. Just wondering what that bleeping was for there in the end, whether it was our GoPro ready for the... Uh, for the hot take later on this afternoon once the match is finished it will finish close to five o'clock no extra time or penalties today that is something that is guaranteed on Tuesday be it Torquay replay or Kent Senior Cup game on Tuesday from half seven on Stones Live just a break in players Torquay yet again getting back to their ways from last Saturday and just giving the ball away on the halfway line and that to me looks like a dead GoPro potentially so we'll have to uh, try and get that looked at by someone in the meantime Torquay are in possession and it's Collins on the left hand side gives possession away again and Bone plays it forward it looks like we are live once more on the GoPro or will be for the end of the match but it certainly bleeped us after we turned it on so we'll wait and see ball to the right hand side Stobbs looked like he was ahead of his man Aaron Sibia in an offside position doesn't need to be given though because it's gone out for a goal kick instead in front of the Wallens stand Maidstone shooting from right to left as we look at it in this half in uh, the fluorescent orange ensemble from Mr Kovalam blue and white light stripes black shorts and socks for Maidstone Torquay in their yellow tops blue arms blue shorts white socks they are shooting from left to right on your camera view of course it will be t'other way round flick on by Manchu from the goal kick Sun getting in a few more players eyes now and a couple of tiny pushes 
And on the halfway line, Corn, the beneficiary of one of those from Lapsley. And it will be a Maidstone free kick on around the halfway line. 50 minutes gone, five of the second half gone, and it's number five Fowler who will take this free kick in a moment. So five gone of the second 45 here on Stones Live. Uh, Plain more, it's Torquay nil, Maidstone one, a place in the first round of the FA Cup proper up for grabs. And Sol is let in behind here, unable to keep it in, and rather than keep it in, he's levered it out of the stadium instead. So that's a ball for anybody who is uh, living around the JMV stand area. They will certainly be able to pick up that ball. Well, that might have gone out into the, uh, the swimming pool car park, to be fair. So if you've uh, gone out for a dip in the pool recently, then uh, you might have just had a football land on your bunts from Liam Sol, unable to keep that one in. Oh, probably down a bad in that in that car park. There's one left its battery on. Now it's got a great big dent in its bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kipriano's ball forward and Manchi has a bit of space. Gets a left-footed shot blocked. Comes to Bone. And it's a second ball that ends up in that same <laughs> car park. Goodness me. A few cries of um, balls running out from Torquay. I'm not sure how many they brought out. I think I saw eight for the, for the warm-up beforehand. And that's two of them that have been lost, I'm sure staff will be out scurrying around to find them I know on the riverside Maidstone are very proficient in trying to get those balls back Torquay got to be a bit more proficient in keeping the ball in this second half because they've certainly lost it probably as many times in the second half already as they did in the first Stobbs living the dangerous life Aaron must Sibia be a living bobble on that pitch coming out of that oh it must be in that there. area must be definitely very bobbly but Aaron Sibia very far forward leaving Stobbs in all the space very much the long-distance relationship continued from last week as Stobbs has that space. Corn and Bone don't get his run and Lapsley is offside to the obvious frustration of the natives and it's Kiprianu who's managed to play Lapsley offside according to the assistant on this near side. I think the officials have stayed on their sides actually. It's, I don't know what, what leagues and what competitions have the rules of but it looks like the same officials on either side Nigel so it's a, yes. at least both uh, linesmen are deciding to flag everything offside for Torquay in this match which from a Maidstone perspective will be very helpful here's Lapsley there's the uh, there's <laughs> traditional shout of course from an angry home fan telling the linesman um, to, to stop his job if he can't keep up Bone keeps up though and he manages to win the ball Torquay win it back Sol challenged fairly Lapsley with a few shrugs of the shoulders on the halfway line. Ball to Halstead in his box to Donellan. Aaron Sibia will challenge him. Aaron Sibia very far forward in the second half. Aaron Sibia sat on Donellan and Stobbs, or sat on no one frankly, Stobbs with about 30 yards of space on this right-hand side. And I said it all game last weekend about the long-distance relationship between Aaron Sibia and Stobbs. And that might well be the area that the breakthrough comes for Torquay this afternoon. Collins takes a touch, takes corner out of the game. Collins' shot comes off the top of the stand and fortunately for a stand that's about half the size, the shot is probably as high as any others but manages to stay in play or in the ground at least, certainly not in play. Uh, there's a few Maidstone subs to Graft and Hoyt and Perry, Perry and low with the buzz cut getting themselves ready as uh, Liam Soule's gone to ground on the far side and you can see George asking for one of his boys to come back it looks like Hoyt is going to be the man to come on for Liam Soule to play that right fullback role for the last 35-36 minutes of the half 
There's been a couple of problems in the side so far this afternoon. Certainly Bone had one that he recovered from. Soul is being tended to. Soul has been out. This is his first game back since the Weymouth game. So Very effective on the wings in that game as well, of we course. Was, Everything yeah. coming. It was the real turning point in Maidstone season that game at Weymouth and it's been pretty much plain sailing ever since then but it will eat into the clock it will obviously be added on as well but you wonder for the natives and the way that the uh, the way of the play should be is that Seoul should come off to the closest available point to him will the uh, officials make Seoul and Seoul is yeah he's being asked by the referee to go off at the near side his near side to make sure that he doesn't take too long and Gavin Hoyt will come on in what will end up being the 60th or are we going to trickle into the 61st it's the 60th minute just that Gavin Hoyt comes on so Hoyt is on the 60th minute for Seoul and Seoul is off so an hour in his uh, 55 minutes into his return sorry so first substitution of the afternoon for either side experience Gavin Hoyt takes Liam Soul's place. Bit of head tennis at the back and Torquay come away with it. Bypasses Corn to his right hand side, Donnellan. Stobbs on the overlap. Donnellan looks to cut in field. The pace is lost a little bit. Aaron Sibia's with Stobbs. Back line to Collins. Heavy pass. Stobbs manages to keep it in. And Stobbs with a ball switch back to Moxie. Out wide to Krask. To Moxie once more. Moxie knocks it forward. And it's a good possession play by Torquay, but a ball is lost again. And Kovalam will take his time. And certainly in that box, you've got to keep an eye out for what the goalkeepers are doing, handling the ball. Jarvis in yeah. close attention. But no Maidstone defenders to knock the ball out of Kovalam's hand anytime soon. Perfectly capable to joke about and do that himself, potentially, as his kick is low. Kipriano's deflected it forward. Stobbs is played onside by Fowler. Stobbs gets a ball in early and Kovalan receives it gratefully. Very much to the chagrin of a good few hundred, possibly a thousand plus in the To be Bristow's fair to, to Stobbs there, he, he really only had Jarvis to aim at there. And he tried to angle his pass across, but uh, Kovalan just kind of cut it out and caught that comfortably in the end. His distribution in the first place that led to it, to be fair, exactly as Liam that. Soul is being clapped to the dugout as the Stones fans giving him a good reception. One Soul Torquay fan claps Soul as he reaches the bench after a couple of minutes jog. Kipriano is beaten by Stobbs. Stobbs cuts in field. Stobbs keeps it on his right. Cut out by Bone. Left footed clearance to Petrasso. He's got a bit of space. He's got Aaron Sibia behind him. Comes in field. Donnellan spins Aaron Sibian. The referee lets it go. Donnellan dinks the ball into the middle and Kovalan will take his time with that one. And Aaron Sibia potentially with a couple of fouls against him there. They might well have been soft. But they're not given. Donnellan with a waste there from a Torquay perspective in the end. It's Ash challenging Kovalan and taking the time for Kovalan to waste because Ash has taken his time to get out of his face and now he's away and so is the ball over the halfway line. Good flick on by Manchi. Petrasso's going to chase that one down in the right back area. Torquay thunder it forward. Stobbs with a simple touch in field. 
Torquay come forward looking for a pass find it to Jarvis to Lapsley does well Stobbs to his right in space and finds him Stobbs ball across cleared away by Bone once more Aaron Sibia fluffs his clearance and a second one but gets away with it McGavin 40 yards from goal ball infield to Jarvis gets round Kipriano to Jarvis who's put it wide and it's offside anyway and someone sat behind me knew it was offside about three minutes before the ball was played and he's not wrong and it's Jarvis finally getting himself into a shooting position this afternoon Jarvis well offside there Ella Kobe livid with Aaron Sibia's failed clearance and the fact that the ball comes straight back in he's got to be happy in a way with his defence there Nigel that the offside trap keeps working for Maidstone they're not going to get away with it all yeah, afternoon I though think, I think George has had enough with Aaron Sibia now he immediately went to the bench and uh, told um, Tyler Hatton to go and warm up which he has done there so I think young Tyler Hatton might be getting a he's uh, just a bit all at sea at the moment Aaron Sevier he's a bit sort of like neither in defence or in attack and he's positionally positionally he's not been great and certainly that was the case last weekend I think we made that clear and substitution for Hatton someone who's used to playing on that left hand side Johnson barking out some orders to his bench as well and uh, Perry Andalo chatting with De Graft and calling him back as well so De Graft being called back in from his warm up this Maidstone just keeping possession here these last couple of minutes in the second half Bone going on a bit of a Maradona Torquay keep giving the ball away they've won it back again this time but it reaches the halfway line Fowler beats Ash but Jarvis has it now but it's loose to Brown Brown swings and misses Corn comes away with it now Wanja Smith he's got two to his right Hoyt and Amanchi Hoyt out wide he finds him Amanchi in field if he needs him Hoyt's first touch is a blocked cross and Hoyt will let it go out for a throw in 60 minutes gone here and playing more on Stones Live it is Torquay nil Maidstone United with that Halstead Howler and Donellan Diver made Amanchi get the goal for Maidstone ball in from the right hand side Tomlinson heads away Torquay loses possession again it's Bone once more played back to Brown to Petrasso it's popped up on the right hand side now can't get the ball infield to Wanjo Smith and a foul by Bone but Torquay had possession and were clear away with a three on three position potentially on the Maidstone back line there so not the best of decisions from Reverie Parkinson there not enduring himself Stobbs for the hundredth time this afternoon on this near side the right hand side cuts inside Aaron Sibia heavy touch from Stobbs Bone gets a second touch past a second player and it's another Maradona run from Bone in the Argentinian strip for Maidstone <laughs> Bone goes down but gives it away to Wanjo Smith he's got it to Amanchi on the left hand side and it's an offside and you can hear the ironic cheers from the Torquay fans because Maidstone after 62 minutes have been flagged offside for probably the first time this afternoon and Ash wins in a foot race on Kipriano but Kovalan has come away with that one. Kovalan doesn't distribute Kipriano. He sends Fowler away to the right instead. To Brown. He's got Hoyt ahead of him. Bone in field. Brown with a long ball over the top. Down the side to Petrasu. who has got behind Moxie. No offside this time. And Moxie wins the ball. And Maidstone play for possession. <laughs> and a lone cry in the fact to stand there where they get on with it that uh, you may well have picked up on the audio and again that's on the far side that's a good hundred yards away over the other side so good lungs sir and or madam 
So Maidstone just just about keep possession from that throw in, but it certainly progressed far away. Bone with some lollipops to Corn in the middle of the park. Corn looking for an option. Aaron Sibia is that option. He has lollipops this time, goes outside of Stobbs, gets the ball across low. And Aaron Sibia doesn't get a touch and Maidstone win their first corner of the half. Possibly the first corner of the half for either side, to be fair. Five apiece this afternoon. And Corn will go across to take this corner. Just coming up to 63 minutes played as Johnson and his assistant with their hands over their brow. Same with the assistant. Corner comes in from Corn. Halstead comes and claims. Donella not near him as team sheets fly asunder in the media area here. Halstead eventually throws to his left hand side. Salwanjo Smith blocking. Moxie in possession. Ball played across the back line to Tomlinson. Just about keeps the ricochet in his feet. Donellan. He's got Stobbs on the sideline here. Jarvis chests it down, but Bone wins the ball, gets fouled. Maidstone could have carried on, but eventually referee Parkinson does get a free kick and it's stopped. And Corn, rather than taking it, gets the substitution for De Graaf to come on in the 64th minute as Petrasso makes way. He's had a few good runs there, Nigel, as Petrasso. Yeah, he did all right, pushing the first half. Uh, that little Maisie run into the box. Uh, playing down the middle and uh, out on the left-hand side there, but he's one of those players that I said in commentary there. He's a bit of a luxury player, isn't he, really? He doesn't really add much to the defensive side of the game. Um, but, you know, it's uh, Coleman to come on. Brett Coleman de Graaf's coming on, so a chance for him to show what he can do. He certainly does come on. And Wanjo Smith goes for one and it's angled and it goes past the top corner of the goal. And the goal kick is taken quickly by Halstead to Moxie. Wanjo Smith can't stop it. And Collins gives it away. Bone, he's got Wanjo Smith inside if he can get the right ball and he can. Wanjo Smith's onside, played into the box and Tomlinson clears. Torquay head away. Brown lets the ball bounce over him. He's going to go back to Kovalan. Jarvis in a chase. Kovalan clears the halfway line. Hoyt with a flick on. Wanjo Smith wins the ball from Moxie, who fouls Wanjo Smith. But Wanjo Smith gets past him. Amanchi's got Aaron Sibia outside him. Amanchi's defender is down, but he manages to keep possession to Stanellan. Stops on the right hand side. Ball infield given away to Bone. 65 minutes gone. Still remains Maidstone 1 0 up at playing more against Torquay. Kipriano's ball down the left hand side, deflected, stays in. Tomlinson takes a touch and boots it up this side and goes out for a throw in. Great save in the end from the assistant. And it is Aaron Sibia who will take as long as he can for a throw in. He's certainly being rushed by referee Parkinson and by every Torquay fan in the ground. Aaron Sibia does take it to De Graft. His first touch is coming on. Can he make the impact he made last weekend before Bones' opening goal, the winning goal last week? Amanchi, the match winner this week. Fowler with a flick on to Stobbs, who trips. And again, you can see the divots are in the pitch. Some of them from last week, some of them from this. And again, it only takes a week of rain and 
lower temperatures, Nigel, and then everything gets that little bit slipperier underfoot. Ella Kobe not happy with the uh, linesman uh, flagging that one for Torquay. The ball might not have come on, but uh, according to the officials, it did and then went off. So Donellan in possession in the right back area here. One of three centre backs, both sides matching up 5 3 2. 3 5 2 on the attack, if you will. As you say, that Aaron Sibia trots into a left-back area. <laughs> so, yeah, answers on a postcode. Flick on by Lapsley and no one in the box for that. The, the uh, positioning is quite fluid. We try not to mention it too often because, I mean, under George, it's just very, very changeable and so many options he's done. You know, the results were a bit intermittent in the first few games of the season. The positions were being, the formations were being tried out, but it certainly seems to have stuck one or two set formations home and or away and they've stuck to them and Kipriano funders it into the back of Korn Kipriano beats two Torquay players goes back to Korn eventually doesn't Kipriano does very well to win the ball wins a free kick in the end Aaron Sibia given to it by Kipriano on this left hand side taking on Stobbs and Donellan to graft on his right cuts inside and his left gets his shot away deflected tipped away by Halstead and Amanchi's made it 2-0 and Amanchi's got his 11th goal of the season. He might have injured himself in the process of doing it, but Maidstone might well have one foot in the FA Cup first round. And Amanchi has made it 2-0 to the Stones in the 68th minute. Torquay United nil, Maidstone United 2. Amanchi with his 10th and 11th goals of the season. Fenham South in the right place just to put that ball into the net and get his second goal of the game and Maystone's second goal and it is now Maystone 2-0 up here at Playmore and amongst all the excitement there is concern for Amanchi potentially and apologies you might have missed a tiny segment of Nigel there trying to get everything all updated and the you might well have heard him from my microphone to be fair hopefully but he's uh, as he said he's mentioned Halstead making that save there at full stretch and Manchi onside you could see the linesman because he's done so many flags going on and we're making sure the uh, oh I think it's the contrast of the screen <laughs> it's the darkness it needs to be turned up goodness me it's all it's all going off here it's making sure that we've got everything plugged in and I'm sure we have so if we haven't, then the laptop's going to go. Going to need to check the corner then, check the power's still running. It looks like it's, yeah, it's definitely plugged in. It's definitely plugged in. Everybody calm down, it's fine. We just need the brightness turning up on the screen as the GoPro goes flying. Everything's going mad. It's, it's not exactly Tomto, but it's certainly the brightness needs to be affected on our screens. Goodness me, it's very bright for Maidstone at least and optimistic this afternoon with 21 minutes left of Torquay. Now 2-0 down with Amanchi getting that second goal so it's Donellan in possession 40 yards from goal plays it out wide to Stobbs who tries to get past Aaron Sibia who deflects the ball out for a corner for a corner for Torquay as Amanchi is down <coughs> with his injury and a third and final substitution for Maidstone is being awaited and it might well be Perry Iandolo who is going to come on and make a substitute appearance.
because the uh, potentially the cramp that Amanchi has got is what's causing this. And we're hoping that our screens are, if they're not going to get brighter, I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue because at least it's still on. We're just trying to find where the, uh, <laughs> the brightness button is on the screen. You think, I've had six years of doing this and I've never seen the screen go that dark without the, uh, the power going off. So uh, the wonderful world of celebrity iconography and IT. But we turn our attention to matters on the pitch where a Manchi is coming off in the 71st minute and a well-earned rest and yet again yet another brace for Amanchi but he won't be getting a hat-trick again as he will be substituted off for Perry Andalo who gets 20 minutes at the end of this match and I think Wanjo Smith's probably going to be up front on his own this afternoon Levi Manchu with his 10th and 11th goals of the season you think a week ago he managed to get his penalty saved by Halstead this time round he's got a brace and he's come back like Wenham like we said in the pre-match and Iandolo's got a ball free from the corner to Aaron Sibia but he just can't chase it down in the end it's all action here on the computer on the pitch Jarvis goes up for a header cleared away by Fowler to Bone to Aaron Sibiu turns inside Collins tries to challenge Bone with a lovely ball to the left hand side which Yandolo will chase Wanjo Smith in a similar area where he won the penalty last weekend Stobbs with a little flick up the right hand side Kipriano with a good challenge in on Jarvis and 72 minutes on the clock it's Torquay nil, Maidstone 2 two avoidable goals from a Torquay perspective that have effectively killed the game for Torquay and Maidstone United may well find themselves in that draw tomorrow in 22 hours time Jarvis in possession on the left hand side cuts back inside Lapsley with a bit of space and Hoyt wins the ball back to Iandolo ball out wide to Hoyt ball down the side past Moxie Tomlinson in possession Wanjo Smith all over him and he wins the ball back He's got Yandolo to his left. Wanjo Smith might go this alone. He plays it to Yandolo. Can't get a decent enough touch to Graf. Does win it back though from, from Stobbs. Korn has possession now on this left-hand side. This near side as we are in our position. Kipriano ball down the left-hand side. Chested down by McGavin. Played up the right-hand side. Ash chests it down. Clearly handballs it in front of himself. Referee doesn't give it. Bone manages to win back possession at the second time of asking and a flick on the halfway line by Collins and the absolute fury from everybody in this stand is understandable because it's not a firm touch and apologies for the language you may hear as it's given away equally by Maidstone again there and it's on the halfway line now with Hoyt trying to win the ball back ball out wide to Stobbs if I had a penny for every time I'd said that the last fortnight the last week rather Corn gets one in the corn dog, but he manages to stay on his feet. Lapsley wins the ball back. Up the line, and if I had a pound for every time I'd said that Stobbs has been played in but has lost the ball, I'd probably have just as much money for that as well. 16 and a half minutes to go, Nigel. Yep. Prospects aren't looking bright on our equipment, but it's still working. But it's, it's looking a lot working, brighter for yep. Maidstone. Yep, that, the scoreboard over on to our the far side there, to, just to our right, is brightly shining, and it's saying... Torquay United nil, Maidstone United two. 
Manchi with another brace. I think he's fourth of the season for Maidstone United now, but still no hat-trick. But I think if he scores another few braces this season, he'll be doing just fine. Wanja Smith played down this left-hand side, chests it down, no flag, back to Aaron Sibia. Stobbs clears for a corner kick in yeah. the end. It just holds up in the divots. And with 16 minutes left to play, Torquay finally, after 75 minutes, are looking for a substitution at 2-0 down. You would wonder whether they would have made a substitution at 1-0 potentially, and it will be Aether Hall, Aether coming, Hall on. coming on again pretty much a similar time to last week yep. after they were behind. But it is a corner for Maidstone instead on this near side. Comes in at the near post, cleared away by McGavin. For a throw-in. But the substitution will come from Torquay first. And it's McGavin's last contribution, clearly thundering that uh, corner away and going off as soon as he can. So 15 minutes to go, Asa Hall comes on for Brett McGavin and off he goes Maystone fans in fine voice to our right here in the Bristol Beach the drumming attendance today wonderful to hear I think I might, I might keep uh, a little bit more of my one ear off so I can drink that in because they're going to be uh, very happy on the way back down the A303 and motorways of their choice and they'll be happy with Torquay giving the ball away again in general, if I had pound for every time I'd heard that in the last week. Bone to the graph, to Aaron Sibri on this left-hand side. Cuts inside, gets the ball on his right foot. He's got options outside of him, including Korn. He's got Kipriani behind him. Instead, he plays it to Fowler. Fowler the ball forward to Aaron Sibia. He's certainly improved the last 10, 15 minutes. Ball in field to Yandelo. He's got a pass on to Hoyt. A lot more space appearing in this Torquay side for Maidstone to exploit. 14 to go here. 2-0 Maidstone on Stones Live. Corn with almost a blind pass back to Kovalan. Kovalan with a clip forward to the left to Fowler. Fowler's ball in field. DeGraff in acres of space. No one around him. Finally one comes. 1-2 with Aaron Sibia. DeGraff plays in field to Yandlo. He's got Hoyt to the right-hand side. Who's got Brown behind him. He plays to Yandlo and then back to Brown. Brown's got Corn with him, uses him. Ball in field to Bone, to Yandelo. Hoyt outside of him, plays in field instead. Talkie player goes down, so Andrew Smith loses the ball. It ends up with Brown again in the halfway line. Hoyt back to Brown. Brown outside to Hoyt, lovely play. Hoyt back line to Corn. Playing like Argentina, aren't they, Sean? It is a bit like Argentina in their pomp at times. Certainly when you're tuning up away from home, and Torquay are standing off of you. All the pressing they've done for the first 65 minutes or so. That second goal goes in and absolutely kills it from a Torquay perspective. But yet again, Stobbs is going to be played in by a ball absolutely swazzed across. And for the nth time, it's Stobbs who cannot get there. Infuriating for Torquay and their fans, but with 13 minutes to go, probably say that about one and a half of the two feet of Maystone United are in the hat. Don't save for the second Touching round wood here now. touch wood touch wood as Neil Diamond once said reaching out touching me touching wood as Jarvis tries to turn Fowler on the side of the box Torquay just about keeping it in going down in the box Fowler sends it down the left hand side back in by Donnellan Bone hands it out 
Iandolo and De Graaf both go for it. Iandolo does well to keep possession. Ball to the far side to Hoyt. Takes it down expertly up against Krask. Hoyt's got time and space out there and he gets past Krask, although Krask is still with him, so he's close enough. Corn in space back to Brown and it's simple for Maidstone these last 12 minutes. Just keeping the ball. So much space for Maidstone to utilise. Fowler along the back line to Brown, left to right. Brown down line to Bone to Yandelo. Can't get his pass out. Bone just loses the ball. Just a few scores around, uh, just of interest. Billericke and Sheppey still 1 1. Uh, Eastley, uh, Epsley have gone behind again after equalised in the, uh, in the second half. Yeah. 2 1 to Slough. Uh, Eastley have gone ahead against Dover 1 0. Um, Bromley are still leading against Wildstone. Donnellan playing the ball back to his keeper. Just a bit of play where the ball had just carried on round and not really been affecting either end. Just to add to that as well, Ramsgate are 1-0 up against Totten. So wow. apart from Ebsfleet, it's a good day for the Kent clubs at the moment. Fairly good Kent day as Aaron Sibia is offside for stops. Referee plays advantage. Maidstone in possession. Aaron Sibia brings it out with Corn in field. Corn loses the ball from Lapsley. Kipriano tries to get away from Lapsley. Lapsley blocks it off and stops face the ball in first time. And you do wonder Lapsley asking for a foul. It's gone off for a throw-in for Maidstone right underneath the scoreboard. But it was Lapsley who was backing into Kipriano after winning the ball back from him. Lapsley looking for a foul, trying to block off Kipriano. And Stobbs, rather than taking the ball on, ended up playing it in first time into the box and all the way across it. An absolute waste. There's been gifts and there's been wastes all so many from Torquay seven days ago and again today, this afternoon, as everything now is being thrown at Maidstone United. As Martin is coming on, or Hansen's coming on for Collins. And a second substitution that I didn't see, but Dan Martin is certainly on. We see the two players trudging around the outside. So it's Krask who's come off. So it's Krask and Collins who are off, and Martin and Hansen are on. So all three subs made by both sides. Torquay with the throw in on the left hand side Donnellan with a flick and a simple take for Kovalan nine minutes left of normal play oh, oh, oh. fair chunk of stockage time ball 65 for Maidstone all Torquay have to say of course ahead of tomorrow's draw tomorrow afternoon 2.30 ITV1 and a foul on the Andalope inside the Torquay defensive half ball thrown down there by uh, Hansen who's just immediately come on as Collins and Krask get applauded off the pitch they've both played well Collins certainly controlled a lot of the midfield so far this afternoon Krask done yeah, well in Krask spurts done wide well. especially that first half didn't he obviously coming in all dropped, Marshall. all dropped off from that goal though of course that uh, 
howler that went in right at the end of the first half and even deader than a dead thing on Deddington Street at the moment around here with eight minutes to go as the ball's played over the top and Stobbs is not there this time as Fowler is brought down by Jarvis and uh, more swearing around us for which we apologise being told off by his mum potentially there for using the coarse language <laughs> so uh, Kovalan <laughs> yeah I mean yeah you can see people with headphones on I mean we're going to pick this stuff up and we do apologise but uh, certainly he's not very happy with his lot and I can understand the frustration of the Torquay fans the first hour or so they've been the better side certainly the first half but here's Aaron Sibley on the left hand side ball in the box cleared away by Moxie only as far as Corn's header and played up into the air and to no one in particular that's easily going to get caught in the wind Kipriano plays forward to De Graft who takes it elegantly on his left hand side on this left hand side Aaron Sibia behind him and a wonderful bit of skill to get away from his defenders De Graft on his opposite number Hansen crying for no foul and no foul given and the ball played off of Aaron Sibia for a throw in about two yards away from the corner flag and referee Parkinson wanted it taken deep deep by the corner and he's still gained about 20 yards to be fair to him Donnellan Hall gets a flick on Kipriano plays it on to Ash Kipriano controls the ball keeps it Kipriano back to Kovalan ball over the halfway line headed up in the air Corn heads it back Wanjo Smith with the shirt being pulled played to Bone on halfway it's a bit behind Hoyt but he wins it and it's well won by Dan Martin who gets past another man Brown manages to win the ball and almost keep it in sort of stuns it back into play but it has gone out so Torquay taking their time getting these set plays in these throw-ins <coughs> you think at this stage of the match Nigel you think they'd be getting the throw-ins done quick sharp you would indeed but I don't suppose anyone in a Maystone shirt is complaining and they can immediately clear it from their box and reload again from that left-hand side far side from us again flick on into the box and Lapsley gets a chance and it's a completely shocking effort from Lapsley it's similar to Ash's one from last weekend where he's just played into the box by Asa Hall and Lapsley is going to try and lash it home instead misses his kick gets up to try and have a second bash at it and Kovalan's just there to meet it Nigel it, yeah. it really could have brought the game back to life there Kovalan acrobatically made that save just sort of <laughs> by belly flopping onto the ball there but the man who makes looking uh, like opening a packet of crisps elegant Lucas Kovalan as the locals here would know De Graff down the left hand side to Yandolo cuts inside in the box does a little pirouette loses the ball playing dangerously I talk here in the back line there Maidstone get a third and it's completely gone ball up the channel to Stubbs Corn does very well to win the ball on the halfway line just to kill time a bit more and making sure that both balls are cleared away it's not on the pitch but it's close enough absolutely gagging to score that goal absolutely and failed Brown gets ahead of his man, it goes out wide to Stobbs, miscontrolled, Kipriano funders it left-footed down the channel. Andrew Smith can't get there, but it's given away to De Graaf, lovely turn and he can't get it, would have been three on one at that point. De Graaf gives away with one foul, Corn potentially gives away with another. Either way, it's a free kick inside the Maidstone defensive half. Andrew Smith is not the ten yards and he's the blind side of the taker. 
And he's just delayed it enough there. Good work on the dark arts there from Angel Smith. So it's played long by Stobbs, who's fluffed his lines. Maidstone could time this right here with De Graff with the ball over the top to Yandolo. And it could be finished here if he gets in on goal. Oh, he Perry. is one-on-one -on -one with Halstead. Can he finish? Oh! No, he can't. Yandolo <laughs> clearly sympathising and wanting to make the game a bit more... A bit more... 1,636 total, so only two-thirds of last weekend's attendance, 1636, and 91 of those from Maidstone, so only 19 fewer took the opportunity to go down the A303 again this time round. So a big drop, and clearly the fans that Gary Johnson wanted to stay and attend this match today have been here, so about 800 or so of them, 700 or so of them. 750-odd of them that uh, he's not keen on have decided to leave. Yeah, the fire drills happened. And indeed, a few more of them are leaving now as the head has flicked on. Aaron Sibia, calmness personified. Might have been a bit harsh on Aaron Sibia earlier. I think he has a bit of a lackadaisical demeanour about he him. Does, but he's yeah. certainly been very, very loose and fluid and languid and controlled. To be fair, it wasn't just us. George gave him a bit of a rollicking when you yeah. did make that mistake. And uh, he seems to have responded well. Sean Donnellan getting uh, the locals man of the match despite <laughs> having an assist for the first goal for Maidstone United this afternoon so I'm really not sure and I think most of the locals around us have given up on it and have also agreed and wondered what on earth that call was for I'm not sure what the right-sided centre-back of the three has done being at fault potentially for both goals this afternoon for Torquay two and a half minutes left De Graaf with a touch Moxie controls the ball played forward Fowler comes onto the halfway line to head it away DeGraff can't control it Asa Hall receives it loses it ball to Stobbs played in field and it's Lapsley who seems to be barged off the ball with a combination of Korn and Kiprianu ball played down the left hand side and Jarvis is going to get himself in the book here with a challenge on Korn and Jarvis is going to be going into the book here with a challenge on Korn. Korn is not looking very happy with that challenge. He's writhing around in agony with the challenge on his right, uh, his left ankle now. Not sure which one he's holding. It's certainly taking time. And referee Parkinson will finally book Jarvis, who had been so much of the positive play for Torquay United this afternoon. Sam Korn, the dark arts. And you can hear from the locals that Korn is up and on his feet. And Korn is not needing to come off the pitch either. I think the referee's dropped a couple of balls there, frankly, Nigel, because Korn has not needed to go off the pitch when he should have done. He's been very long in getting the delayed players back on and he's not forced Korn off to come on. So. Yeah, a few uh, cheers and cheers around us there. Uh, I think the lady has said uh, much deserved last week on the commentary has uh, finally given up hope and uh, abandoned ship. Well, I'm not sure. Might might still be with us and uh, might well be visible in the next few minutes depending on how much stoppage time there is and how long they take with a hot take and disappearing. But Korn goes in with stops, wins the ball back. Played up the left-hand side, but not very far. 
it's in the crowd and how quickly will the Torquay fans get it back and wondering where he needs to throw it to preferably to the player on the pitch and that's Hansen that who's there on the board. we're looking for five on the board apparently Nigel's got his eye on that I'll keep on the plate and keep on the board as the ball is thrown in by Hansen flicked on in the box Yandelo manages to flick it beyond himself so Andrew Smith eight. with another flick on and you had half of about three quarters of a five there is an eight in both ways but eight minutes of stoppage time so there's certainly plenty of time for Torquay to mount a comeback and who knows with eight minutes even win it instead there's a handball about 30 yards from Maidstone's goal and a free kick that Kovalan will take all the time in the world as Louis Armstrong once sung and for once I don't know how many years ago that number one was <laughs> so I do apologise for the delay in that transmission but when you have got all the time in the world you've got all the time in the world to look that up so answers on a postcode if anyone uh, on a postcode on a postcard, postcard even. on a postcard. postcard that's how much time I've got I'm going to give myself time to correct my own words as Torquay have possession and lose the ball on this right hand side yet again and it's played too far ahead of Stobbs Ash can't get there but Ash can get to Kiprianu to get him to take the throw in and ask for a bit of urgency but one of those eight are done De Graaf goes in for a challenge. Man of the match, Donellan wins the header. De Graaf plays the ball. Switch pass over the top of Moxie. Solwan Joe Smith chases it. Halstead looking like he was going for an up and under volley there. Played infield to Tomlinson. Iantelo is thinking of chasing, but I think he's hedging his bets and letting Torquay keep the ball instead. But it's given away to De Graaf. And that's why he's let Halstead have it. Iantelo goes up for a challenge. Corn with the ball high up into the afternoon sky. Just and that's uh, come down in the crowd. Just a note, just for, uh, there, the scoreboard is obviously going, uh, as in, I think the FA have going by the Football League rules this year that the, the clock carries on going. Of course, National League don't play to that rule. No, but it seems to be club by club, though, because I know we don't at the Gallagher, but we've hardly been there <laughs> yeah. as, uh, to, to know how we've done anything with the stoppage time. I don't but, think it was uh, last week. Time board here, but the stoppage time clock has carried on at um, Plainmore. It did last week in the National did League, it? has this week in the FA Cup. Stobbs ball blocked by Kiprianu corner to be taken by Stobbs on this near side ball comes to the back stick two Maidstone men under it, one is Brown against the flick, Iandolo it's challenged by Martin, offside position he has to let it go, Kipriano tries to shepherd it lets it run and eventually it has gone off for a goal kick has been signalled by the assistant on this near side, two and a half of the eight minutes gone as a car pulls up underneath the scoreboard I think he might be letting the oncoming traffic pass, which uh, certainly Torquay have done when it comes to Maidstone. Thought it was a taxi for occasion. Gary Johnson there as well. <laughs> could, could well be a taxi for Gary Johnson, who uh, his side, I think, still just about staying in the playoffs this afternoon, but uh, losing out on that FA Cup first round money, potentially, where they took Derby County to a replay and lost 5-0 on the box in a replay. Money that's kept the club going for a lot longer and certainly money that Maidstone United would like to get a plum tie in the first round or do they want a home tie against the lower side and try and get through to the second round there's certainly lots of clubs that could fill that bill for Maidstone and yes we're talking about hypothetical draws with four and a half of the eight minutes of stoppage time still to play not saying we're cocky but Rafe Brown is keeping the ball in his own defensive area and playing it off Ash and winning a throw in for Maidstone be careful that ball don't go into oncoming traffic that could be a 1970s road safety ad waiting to happen there uh, Nigel's busily waiting to see some scores and give those to us I think we'll get those 
after the hot take. No, just looking at... Oh, answers on a postcard. On a postcard from Vic Payne. Once I can accept, saying it twice. Well, I did say it twice because I was repeating myself to uh, correct myself there, Vic. So uh, thank you for getting your answer on that postcode for us. To uh, I did that one deliberately that time. As the ball comes to Aaron Sibia, it's played it forward to Yandelo. Four of the eight minutes played. Two Maidstone players converging. Have a quick meeting. Aaron Sibia plays it long to Sol Wanjo Smith, who is onside. Halstead comes out, does well to chest it. And he plays it long, only as far as Bone. Kipriano does well, Fowler blocks off Jarvis. Kipriano to left-hand side, Iandolo in possession. Ball up the channel, well kept in by Donellan. Ball round the outside of Korn, doesn't get round the outside of him. And instead, Korn sends it down the line. Wanjo Smith gets a header up onto it. Iandolo goes up for a challenge, goes down, gets back up because it's not a foul. Lapsley to Donellan to Stobbs, played back inside to Lapsley. Goes down with barely a touch from Aaron Sibier, and I think a few of the locals are a bit annoyed at that one. Joe Smith chests it down on the halfway line, lobs it over his man, T.E. Andalo. Three on two if they can play this right. Wanjo Smith into the channels. It's going to be Wanjo Smith who's going to play a full 90 minutes for Maidstone. Had that injury uh, last week, and he's done well to come back for another 90 this afternoon. Run the channels very well. Hoyt's getting his half hour back off the bench this afternoon after Sol came back from his injury. But Torquay win themselves a throw-in on the far side. About two and a half, three minutes left of the stoppages. Eight that were given. Ball over the top, Kipriano headed away. Corn heads away further and you can see that Ash leaves a bit in on Corn. And Corn is fouled. Has a bit of cramp, gets that pulled off. And you can see a few of the fans making their way out underneath the scoreboard. Hardly a fire drill. A lot of the fans are still here, but certainly seems to be over bar the shouting now at this stage with only the two minutes left. Corn just stretching, trying to get that lactic acid out that last couple of minutes. Every Maidstone player out there certainly since the goal on half time second half it was a game of two halves last weekend and it was this and the opposite way round with Maidstone being better in the second and utterly dominant in large periods of that half our Maidstone Perry just getting involved in a little fracas with Donnellan who he would have remembered for his time together a few years back Perry would have been very young George and Craig just asking them to keep their heads we enter the last 90 seconds and referee wants to have a chat with Viandolo just to delay things a little bit more. Just wants him to calm it down. He's fired up, wanting to make an impression. But he's certainly done well running the channels, replacing a Manchi. When a potential striker could have come on, but Viandolo's just tried to help in the midfield. Another one who always does that is Korn, who heads out wide to Aaron Sibio. He's got two on him. And he takes the ball out. But it is a Maidstone throw-in, but none of the talkie players want to pay attention to that. Hall eventually drops it for Aaron Sibia, who leaves it for Kipriano. We are into the last minute of stoppage time, unless we soon get time added on to time added on. Kipriano takes it, gains a few yards up the channel to Graf, tussled away by Donellan. Bone wins possession back. Aaron Sibia can't get it through, does this time to Bone, who gets a touch on, but not a clean one to Iandolo, Aaron Sibia is nudged off the ball, Kipriano comes in, De Graaf cuts inside beautifully well, Wanjo Smith can't do enough with it. 30 seconds of the uh, 8 minutes left now. 
Not long left on indeed. Countdown. Been counting it down for about the last 20 minutes since <laughs> the second <laughs> one went in, to be no fair. No, well, I've been go. counting it down in my commentary most of the time, so if you were looking for a subscription to the talking clock, I think I've given it to you for the last 25 minutes or so. It's Wayne Joe Smith has played in down the side and is unable to keep it in, so it's a goal kick for Halstead. That is the time up, according to the clock. Well, I've added on time, added on to added on time. That's what we're in now. Brown's header into the centre circle. Ball played out wide to Stobbs. Doesn't get there. Kipriano chests it down. Corn, simple ball to the graft. Keep the ball is indeed the cry from Nigel and every other Maidstone fan because it's all they need to do. They do that. They're in the first round for the first time in four years since the last time and that was when they played Torquay at the Gallagher of course and a corner ball for Maidstone nearing the end of the ninth minute of stoppage time if both sides have seven corners and that corner I'm sure will be taken by a committee of Maidstone United players who will Bellows from George down the dugout keep the ball keep the ball it's exactly what they're going to do keep the ball in that corner area corner flag being tossed around like a rag doll Wanjo Smith and De Graft and everybody being kept away from that arced line Wanjo Smith delays it ever so slightly more and he's having to draw a spray and it's definitely not there referee it's not a square it's a semicircle but they take it between the three of them and that there it is. is the end of the game and Maidstone United have themselves a first round FA Cup tie to play on November the 4th or the weekend of November the 4th between Friday, I feel like doing the draw now, between <laughs> Friday the 3rd of November and Monday the 6th of November. The Truro game is off and Maidstone United for the first time in four years, Nigel Seeger, are in a first round Hat. It's been a long time coming yep. and there's been a lot of good stuff either side of that but Maidstone United victorious here. 2-0 win. Thoughts please Nigel on Maidstone in the FA Cup first round. Yep and they've done it the hard way haven't they? You know three away games to get here. Um, potential banana skin in the first first uh, game they played against Stenning uh, to step it up a league against Winchester in good form with just beating the league leaders the, the week before. Um they put them away and then uh, coming here to Torquay again a, w a week after they came here in the league again another long journey could have been a, a slip up uh, we said before the commentary that uh, Torquay would be up for this they'd want to prove a point and to be fair they did they, they were a lot better in the first half than they was here a week ago uh, really put Maystone under the pressure but well you know when, it, when it's not your dad it's not going for you you know things like that with Halstead and Donnellan happen, don't they? You know, and I mean, uh, uh, well done to Amanchi. You know, he just continued his run, was in the right place. Couldn't believe the gift that he was given. And uh, then, as you said on commentary, there second half, you know, Torquay had to come out, they had to try and get a. You know, if they didn't want to have a replay, they had to get two goals, didn't they? And you know, gaps opened up at the back, and that proved that with that second goal. You know, good save initially by Halstead, but just not a man back there with Amanchi again found yourself in the right place and put the ball away and that was it job done and it's uh, they controlled it after that so you know it's a uh, it's a good time to be a Maidstone fan at the cool. moment isn't it you know six wins on the bounce absolutely six clean sheets on the bounce 
That's the sixth 1-0 win. Oh, no, it wasn't a 1-0 win, sorry. It was going to be the sixth 1-0 win in a row for either side in this fixture. So at least that run has been broken with Amanchi I mean, scoring his fourth brace in the our season. Our record against Torquay now, over the ages, not just recently, you know, over the ages, from back in the late 80s, you know, we've, we've won 11, lost two and drawn two, you know. We are definitely a bogey. Record, yeah, we're, we're definitely a bogey team too, Torquay. You know, and again, that that goal. You know, we the, you, just, you just find different ways to lose it. When you're down in your luck and you know things not going for you, you you're, you're you just different things happen all the time, don't they? You know, and it's just you know, obviously Torquay are going to have to have a regroup, but for Maidstone, it's just like onwards and upwards. You know, into that first round, and as we said, you know. Either way, do you want a home draw against a, a lower-ranked team with a potential to get to that third round? I know we were talking to Ben on on the, the club's social media. He, you know, he's saying that we want to get a, a lower-ranked team at home. But then, of course, there's some big, big games as well. You know, if you get, like the likes of Portsmouth, Reading, uh, Derby County. You know, you said on commentary talk he played last year. You know, go go away to those kind of grounds. Even though it will be a, obviously, it's not going to be a, a, a full house a capacity game, is it? But you know, even at Derby County, twenty thousand share of the gate money. You know, that sets you up for this this season and beyond, doesn't it? So, I've always said it though, Nigel. I personally, as much as the grandeur would be great for the first and second rounds to get your derbies and your pompies and former cup winners and things like that, wouldn't it be great for Maidstone to get a couple of home draws oh God, now? Yeah to give them that shot at St James's Park Old Trafford Tottenham Stadium as uh, oh, ben, yeah. sorry Ben Austin from the socials filming all the stuff down on the pitch um, glad that I think um, Mr Mr Gooch has finished because there might be some unpleasantries from Mr Austin there but uh, I'm sure all in jest and uh, all wonderful to see it was great to see um, the, the Maidstone players getting their, their wall up and cheering up into the, the away fans there. The same with the coaching staff, the management team, Project Elecobi. And, uh, I mean, it was 20 less, 20 fewer. Sorry, got to say that correctly. Yeah, shout uh, out to Maidstone 20 fewer, fans. But the noise they made, I th- can't remember the drum being here last week, but well, I was no, fairly well I immersed. Think, I think that the, the guys that bought the drum last week stayed down for the weekend, so obviously it wasn't possible to bring the drum, but... They came down today on Trev's minibus and uh, was able to bring the drum with them and just created just as much noise, you know. Really cranking it up there towards the end and uh, many Maystone fans will be happy. Give a quick fist bump and a thumbs up to Craig Fagan down there. Everybody working to a tee on and off the pitch at Maidstone United currently and it's all coming together and as I say it's the fourth brace of the season for Levi Manchi is 10th and 11th goals of the season still yet to get that hat-trick but I don't think he will mind he out of these two sides it was Lapsley and Stobbs who'd scored in both rounds previous that Torquay had played in but Manchi had got himself that similar um, moniker and it's uh, a third round in a row that he has scored for Maidstone United in the cup and again that great run that Maidstone have got against them yeah played 15 won 11 drawn 2 lost 2 it's fantastic overall um, 14 from 18 on the road um, 3 FA Cup wins I mean it's a shame that we are going to have to go back home at some point and play some games <laughs> at home because other than losing away at Bath I mean everything's been pretty much plain sailing so far this season on the road for Maidstone United and and long may it continue for the Stones. 
just absolutely positive vibes here as the place is almost practically empty. Everybody wants to get back into the county town in Maidstone and party this one up. It's an absolutely fantastic result and performance second half. Again, Nigel, like we said, it was a complete opposite from last week where Maidstone were the dominant side in the first half, didn't have anything to show for it. Torquay then dominated the second half and got the lucky-ish goal from Bone. This time around, Torquay should have definitely been ahead in the first half, had two or three good chances again. Even Maidstone come away with it and yeah, get themselves ahead that, again. And Maidstone get themselves ahead, Nigel. Exactly. They do not get beaten this season. That's how That's they it. roll. You know, and they had the chances even after Manchi got that goal. You know, There was still a couple of minutes playing that first half yeah. there in stoppage time. And... Uh, had one cleared off the line and blazed one over when it was probably easier to score from the position that he was in. But you know, it's the old adage, isn't it? You got to get you get to get shots on target, and uh, they didn't do that enough, I don't think. You know, they had a lot of the play, and they they, they was a bit, you know, not wasteful the, with it the as they were. To the side, to the back, exactly. The the, side, but they wasn't, wasn't as wasteful it? with it when they were trying to find that pass. But again, in the second half, when they was looking for that um, that that goal to get back into the game, the, the passes became a bit more expansive and uh, Maystone just picked them off and picked up their second goal and that was it, game set and match. Yeah, Maystone United, it's the ninth time they've gone ahead in a match so far this season. They've drawn three and won six of those. So obviously 12 points out of 18 and uh, three cup wins. So clearly Maystone United, a side to back once they've got the first goal, they are not going to have too many issues. Uh, they may well do come up against other sides but again when you consider that this is you know a talky side that have been very strong at home it's the second time that we've stopped them in a week from scoring and they've had three opportunities to do that uh, they have three times where they've been stopped Worthing first game of the season and Maidstone these last two matches in the space of a week have stopped them doing it and an all-round performance eventually once a match you got that lucky goal but again, he is a poacher. That's what he does for both goals, oh, really. That's what he, what he was missing last year, wasn't it? No disrespect to Barham, but you know he, he's got the, he's got the the height. As you know, the, the, even in that first half, there was uh, or, or you know the second half when he was under the cross, there was a couple of times as well. You know the, the little flick-ons and uh, yeah, they all add up, don't they? You know, um, I don't, we don't know what his assists are that, but you know he's kind of assist and assist doesn't he where he just holds the ball up and he just brings others into play and, it, and when you're under the pump uh, a little bit like he was in that first half just that little bit of relief of pressure you know it, it, it's 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 great to see so and you and you think as well that we've got um, you know Enzo Nolim didn't play today and Limar Reynolds and you know Connor Kelly Connor Kelly as well you Greenwich know. of course well on international yeah. duty so that's what it's been the last few games though isn't it we've got a squad that's robust and we've had a good four or five players missing each time and we still managed to come away with these results. And again, performance not 100%, but the outcome and the way it's been played has been exactly what Maidstone United have been looking for for some time. And that long unbeaten run, similar to the one we had when we finished up top of the table 18 months ago, certainly could be something that Maidstone are building towards. Certainly in terms of hot take, that's probably going to be it. Just to mention that... Uh, We'll be on air on Tuesday, myself and Darren Stiles, for the Kent Senior Cup game. That is now confirmed as a 7.45 kickoff. Myself and Darren will be on air from 7.30. Uh, Chris and Eric will be on air from 2.40 this time next week against Farnborough uh, in a, uh, a home league fixture. Not sure what those are, but uh, um, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll, we'll remember what one of those is when we get back there 
later tonight. Um, what have we got after that? Just one thing to the draw. Keep your eyes on the draw tomorrow. Yes, draw tomorrow. I'll come Up to that. Two, yes, ITV. Um, so again, it'll be myself and Connor Kent uh, at Welling on the 24th. It'll be myself and Piers Gray on the 28th at Western Supermare. Yes, it does feel a bit like the Sean Skirr show at times on Stones Live, but you know, bums on seats, ears on everything else to uh, make sure you're with us and um, again yeah all eyes on the FA Cup draw 2.30 tomorrow no idea where they're doing it from whether it's the Parc de Prance ahead of England's game <laughs> or, or whether they're just doing it from a studio I mean they'll, they'll find somewhere whether they'll come to us we'll find out is that why Ian Tucker's stayed at home has he been getting the FA has he been getting the brass oh, I, don't the know, I think FA there's Cup a few headliners potentially I see Ramsgate have beaten Tottenham well, away well so. please I was, this is where I was going to pass to my esteemed colleague here Mr Seeger and ask you to run through some of these results certainly the standout ones if you don't mind yeah so Ramsgate beat Tottenham away so another Kent side that are going to take all the focus uh, Sheppard United have got themselves in the draw and in a 1-1 draw away to Billericay so they'll have a Home replay Tuesday. Home replay yeah. Tuesday at Home Park. Wow. Um, Eastie lost to a lot. Uh, 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 sorry, Dover lost to Eastie. Uh, Ebbsfleet, again, got a last-minute uh, equaliser at home to Slough. So they've got themselves in the draw. Um, just going through a few other shocks. Oxford come back from behind to get a draw at Scarborough. Um, Cheltenham, uh, Chelmsford, sorry, likewise at Worksop. Um... Yes, Yeovil beat Southend, so Southend won't be there. Niedermarket, last year's conquerors of uh, Maystone, got themselves in the hat with a nil-nil draw away at York City, so it's a good result for them. Uh, Hereford, uh, oh, gi gi word. giant killers of uh, the past, of course, Ronnie Radford and all that, they've got themselves in the hat, 1-0 beating Rochdale at home. Oh, it's got my name written all over it then, isn't it? Goodness uh, me. Ma Marine, again... Giant killers the last few years. Oh yeah, they got the hammering at home to Spurs, didn't they? Yeah, I think but that's what in, they the, earned. in the third round, but they they beat but Halifax it, Town away. But again, I think we'd take a nine-nil loss at home to Tottenham if it gained oh, us like yeah. half a million quid. Absolutely. On the BBC. Especially as it was during lockdown at the time. Mm. So Chelmsford drew two-two of Whitby Town there. So uh, both teams in the hat. Uh, Braintree Town nil, Chesham nil. So Bromley managed to hang on against uh, a spirited fight back by Wilsdon yeah. to win three-two. Um, and Boreham Wood, there you go. Avery Barnett, can't remember yep. if we've mentioned them. They've got it back to two-two. Yeah, they was well. two up at half-time. Barnett, there. Avery's got it back to two-two. Boreham Wood nicked a last-minute winner at Welling United to get themselves in the draw. Um, Fylde have turned it round against Leek. They was down at half-time. They've now come back and won three-one. So, you know, four-one. Uh, Aldershot beat Lewis. Uh, yeah. So you know, with it opening up, you know, there's certainly going to be potential there for. Some, some good games so hopefully we will get our reward let's hope we do Nigel Seeger Sean Skirt both here at Paidmore signing off and thinking yeah okay sarah sarah whatever it may be it may be yep dream lives on come on you stones well, that's not how the words go with the song but we get the gist <laughs> so uh, yeah see you on Tuesday um, when the cup magic continues and yeah like you said Nigel come on you stones good night good night